is the fourth session of the couch session today we have a special guest in the house today what's good brother god bless everybody out there go ahead and introduce yourself man my name is marcellus they call me fat in the hat medium in the hat just depends on when you see me and when you know me <laughs> i know that's right everybody this nigga is skinny now i'm not skinny but thank you thank you jj i appreciate you man. <laughs> so that's why they that's where you get fat in the hat from yeah man i was uh 317 pounds. And I'm, I'm 228 pounds right now. Hey! Uh, yeah, man. It's trying to put that right there. Hey, I'm trying to get like you. It's all man. God, man. It ain't me. Hey, it's that's what's God, good, man. man. That's what's good. Yeah, it feels good, though. I ain't gonna lie. How was I'm your day, man? I had a pretty good day, man. Pretty good day, man. Uh, little low. I went to Freedom Park. Little bike ride this morning. Okay, okay. Uh, and a little cardio. That's but, what's uh, up. Just chilled a little bit. Had a pop up shop. Had a. Uh, what's that? Talk about that. So, pop up shop, man. Uh, one of my homegirls, Alexis. Shout out to Alexis. She uh, hit me Shout up. Shout out Alexis. She hit me up. Bam, bam, she want to do a For the, the Culture. For the Culture, <laughs> man. For the Culture pop up shop. So, she had about uh, 13 to 15 vendors come out there. Food and clothing and uh, drinks and just uh, jewelry, whatever you had okay. out there. They had those people out there. Man. Alexis, you have to come on the show. You have yeah, to yeah, come yeah, on yeah, the yeah. couch. We got session. something else coming up too, man. I'm going to keep it under wraps, but we got something dope coming. Pop-up shot with a little twist to it. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, we're going to talk about that a little later. But. Okay. So I did that, and then I just came from a uh, fo- uh, forum or a ball, basically, um, and they're raising money for my organization, or my, my mentoring program. Some of the bras from UNC Charlotte. Trying to raise the money for my mentoring program, okay. so I was there previous. I'm trying to dress up for that right now. Let y'all see, but that was that was good. It was dope, you know, talking to some of the brothers, some of the people there, just talking about the mentoring program and mm-hmm. everything. But it was cool, man. I had a pretty good day. Y'all have a good day, man. Y'all had a yeah, good day. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I work. I work. Hey, I was off, man. So I just try to enjoy it because I deal with a lot of bullshit with them bullshit ass people. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. It was, it was a good day. It was just chill, man. But um. Tell us more about your mentoring program, man, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's called Making Great Men, all right? <laughs> and uh, the G is an acronym. The G stands for gifted. Um, you know, we all have gifts, and we need to cultivate those gifts, right? So we want to make sure these kids are cultivating their gifts at an early age, okay. kind of finding out where their their path is going to be because, you know, there's no, it's never too early to find out what your path's going to be. Mm-hmm. So it's never too early to find out what gifts you're going to use. Like y'all, the gift y'all have right now, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you was 10 years old, you found it out, you could have done it a little earlier. And then just perfected it as time went on. Yeah. So we want to make sure these kids are open to what they want to do and get them aware to it so they can do it. So respectful is the next part. We lose, we have, it seems like our nation has lost respect for elders and people like that, right? So, what I'm trying to do is enforce respect and what respect looks like. And respecting yourself, respecting your community, the people around you, your teachers, your parents, everybody, your elders. Because when I was young, 
if somebody older was talking, you shut up. I seen mm-hmm. kids keep talking, talk back, and it wouldn't be like that 10, 15 years ago. So we need to figure out what – I needed to figure out what we could do to get back to that. And we have to embed these kids with this respect factor of yourselves and people's opinions in the community. Um, enthusiasm. Everything we do should be done with enthusiasm because once you do it with enthusiasm, you're giving 100%. And we can't do anything at 50%, 60%, 70%. So we need to give 100%. And being enthusiastic kind of leads you to wanting to give everything you have. I'm going to give you an example. Your podcast. Mm-hmm. Y'all going ham right now. I'm glad y'all let me be a part of it. I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm glad you wanted to be a part of it, man. That too. We got to make it happen. Had to make it happen. So you give it everything you got. Mm-hmm. You come in here whatever time you can, you make it happen. So these kids, they need to be enthusiastic, be happy about whatever it is. Plumber, astronaut, whatever you want to do, be happy and be enthusiastic and give everything you got. All right? Awareness, being aware. Some of us are not aware about other people's opinion. We don't care. So you don't, we don't respect their opinion. Mm-hmm. But we're not also aware of what their opinion is. Okay. All right? So we got to be aware of their opinion, how they're feeling. All right? Or be aware of your neighbor. Be aware of uh, how your teacher's feeling. Just be aware of everything going on in society. Right. Um, so I'm also talking about critical consciousness as well. Critical consciousness is basically making kids or making people aware of prejudicial and oppressive uh, situations. Mm-hmm. And then figuring out how we can best, best manage those situations and how we're going to respond to them. So I want to use awareness and critical consciousness in that aspect as well. Okay. Um, and finally, trailblazing. So we want to go against the status quo. Most black young men are looked at as predators or looked at as not equal and looked at as terrorists to a community. So what we're trying to do is change that narrative, change how we're looked at. Because at the end of the day, what we need to do is put a great example forth. And the best way to put a great example forth is to have a great example to lead by. So if we're going to be the example we can be the trail. We can show them what trailblazing a new, a new view of a black man can be. So that's part of that. Okay. Hey, hey, I, I, I think that's really dope. And as a mentor, part of the program, uh, I feel like I can speak for Larry when I say this. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy my kids, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Don't look. Hey, And like, as that's a, some cold kids. Yeah, Appreciate like, y'all. and uh, as, as a former teacher. Um, you know, it just brought back a lot of like, you know, memories and like a lot some of those same feelings that I had like while I was teaching, like I was making a connection. Like the, my very first day with the kids, one of my kids, he was like, "Yeah, man, I got in trouble on the bus for this girl. She hit me, and I, I beat her up." <laughs> I was wow. like, you know, so, wow. so our my very first day with my kid, like you know, I'm sitting, I'm talking to him about uh about you know being respectful towards towards women <laughs> I, I i i asked him there you i go. said i said can you think about apologizing for me he said no <laughs> well, i mean you know it, it it was just one of the situations like you know we made a joke out of it but at the same time i think he i think he learned from it yeah the very next uh time the next the next week uh we went i just asked him you know how how he was doing he was like, i'm like you've been in trouble lately he was like nah Say you been fighting any female lady? He said no. Um, I'm a I'm a think about being her friend. So progress. You know, hey, and, but from my first conversation, like he doesn't have a father in the home. Um, he told me his mom is trying to sign him up for boxing. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
as a as a kid that grew up with anger problems, I I kind of understand where she's going with that. My mom put me in karate at a very young age, right. so um, yeah, you know I, I can understand. But I really enjoy the kids, man. Yeah. Like it was a very very fun experience dealing with them so far. I ain't even gonna front. I ain't got as much uh, experience with kids as he does. Remember that question I, I asked him? <laughs> Brother, Marcellus. Marcellus. What do you ask? This nigga right here, bro, he asked a third grader. Bro, hold on. Before you say it, before you say it, bro, I didn't know, I didn't know what to say. I was, try, I was trying. There you go. Okay. I was trying. I didn't know what to say. Go ahead. What did he say? I want to know what he said. This nigga asked a third grader. Have you thought about getting married? <laughs> I, think, I think I asked, did you want a wife or something? Like, nah, it wasn't like that. I think I asked, did you want a wife, bro? Third grade. Third grade, bro. Third, and I bro. thought about it like 0. 0.2 seconds after. It was like, yo. These little, little brothers in what third he say? grade. What'd he say, though? He said, nah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I say, yeah. If right. I think one of them was a twin, and he was talking about like, like how uh, they had like him and his brother or somebody like it was some girl that everybody wanted, and like he obviously he was the man. So you know. I actually got the other twin. Thank you. And uh, oh, you, you know who you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the twin, and uh, you know what? You talking about the first time experience? My first experience with him was the, the other day, and you know what? I learned that these kids are waiting for somebody to talk to. Yeah, yeah. That they don't know already. That's what it looks like because he the the very like I asked one question, and then I learned about everything that he liked. Same, same. Wrestling, football, same. Basketball, mm. science, things like that. I'm reading on the fifth grade level. I'm in third grade. My brother reading on the sixth grade level. We want to both read on eighth grade levels. Like, hey, that's dope. You know, so it was just like he's waiting to say like, this is what I'm interested in. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm happy about. This is what I'm not happy about. I used to. He say throw chairs. He used to throw chairs. You know what? Awareness. I was talking about awareness, right? This third grade kid was aware that he couldn't be throwing chairs last year and getting in trouble. So he said, I needed to work on that. So I've been working on my anger. And you in third grade, man. And we have adults that's not even. Like, I'm old. just getting there. You and me both. Like, so at the end of the day, like, he's already taking the steps necessary. So what we're doing is reinforcing what he's already trying to do. You feel me? So mm-hmm. it's dope, man. I appreciate y'all too, by, by the way. No doubt. Keep no trying, doubt. though, man. I am, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got a little guide. I'm going I'm to give it a guide out because it's going to kind of it's kind of gonna be progressive. Mm-hmm. And we'll figure out. We'll okay. figure it out together. Hey, that's what's up. Uh, like, something I, I did want to do, I don't know if it's possible. Yeah. So I know this for me. Uh, when, uh, well, yeah, we go at the same time. For, so, like, me and Larry, like, especially since it's getting warm out, like, our kids, they go f- straight from lunch to recess. So I didn't know if it was something like you maybe have to talk to Miss Carter about. But, you know, maybe if you, you know, want to stick around, you know, toss the ball around with the kid, you know, yeah. just ha- have some fun with him. Well, we could have like more time with yeah. them, where it wasn't yeah, yeah. so restricted. Okay. Yeah, to just sitting down, you know, in the, in the cafeteria, you know. So you want to be able to take them out? I mean, not, I mean, like yeah. Outside yeah, the yeah, cafeteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, grounds I, I was thinking if, if that could be a. Long term goal, it is should be. If it could be a long term goal, where it go from lunch to, all right, we'll pick you up after school. Well, so the so we have a high school curriculum that's going to come out at some point, and that's going to be more the after after school. Now we want to do after school with K through five. Okay, 
So, you know, as time goes on, we definitely will take those ideas and we'll definitely put them into motion. Okay. You know, so right now it's going to be developing the relationships with the kids and seeing if we're helping. And then once we realize we're helping them, mm-hmm. then it's time to make other moves and do other things. Gotcha. So we're doing the first step now, first phase, and then we was going to make it happen. That's the foundation. Everything has to have a foundation. Mm-hmm. So right now we're having the foundation laid. And then once it takes takes shape and everything starts forming and going, we'll be able to do those other things. But the after-school thing is definitely something that I was trying to do. Bet. So, yeah, we'll make it happen. Okay, bet. I look forward to it, man. Absolutely. Hey, so uh, what's, what's, what's uh, um, like something this just totally off the notes? Mm-hmm. Something from your childhood, like was it something from your childhood or something from your upbringing that kind of like pushed the – the envelope for you to, you know, kind of get this. Uh, I was wondering the same thing. Um, I was in a mentoring program in middle school. Um, I had a rash. Man, <laughs> I was a bad. Nah, I ain't say I was bad. Oh, I y'all niggas was the same. I wasn't, I wasn't good. <laughs> I wasn't the best kid, to be honest with you. Y'all niggas would have been best friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't the best kid, man. So sixth grade kind of changed me. Seventh grade really was because I got into this group called Project Unity. It's this, this mentoring program. Mr. Wooder. Shout out Mr. Wooder. Sounds like um, some shit Larry was here. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he used re- positive reinforcement as a, as a way to get us to, to, be, to be better. We make good grades. We go to Carowinds or we go to Six Flags or we go to a Hornets basketball game. Um, or, you know, we went to, I remember one time if you did great for the whole year, you made the honor roll the whole year, you go to Toronto. Um, and people were going to Toronto. You know, who's who's been to Toronto when you're in middle school? You know what I'm saying? So they took us there. I'm grown and still ain't bad. See what I'm saying? So it's kind of like he gave us a way. He, he, the positive reinforcement was a way for us to, like, change. So I was going to get kid out of school for not – okay, they, they said I threatened the teacher. I'm going to tell you all the story real quick. <laughs> I used to get in trouble for talking in school a lot. Mm-hmm. So this one particular time I was not talking. And my teacher, Miss Bridges, I love Miss Bridges to this day for this whole situation, but she told me to go to ISS. <laughs> At this point, I was like, yo, I wasn't even talking this time. And the thing about me, I realize now, even because, you know what? I defend my vantage point. If I know I ain't doing nothing, I'm going to defend it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. So I got mad. I was in ISS, and I was scribbling on a piece of paper, and I was writing stuff down. And the ISS teacher was like, you're not doing your homework. What you doing? Bring me that piece of paper. And I had balled it up, threw it in the trash, gave it to other people I was doing my work in. A few minutes later, she digging the trash can. She read the paper. Her face turns red. It's a white lady. Her face turns red, and she walks out. She ain't say a word. She just walks out. Now, I'm going to tell you what I wrote in the paper. Uh-oh. <laughs> she, no, she makes Miss Bridges make me mad, you know, blah, blah, blah. I could kill her, da-da-da-da. Right? And, of course, you know, I never would kill her. It was just the fact that I was a young dude, I was upset, <laughs> and I didn't make the best decision. So let me tell you what happened. They called the whole administrative staff into the office one day, and I was in there, and my dad was in there, and they was like, so you're threatening teachers. And this one, I realized I could have been a lawyer. I was like, yo, I said I could do something. I said I didn't say I was. I said I could. I could do anything right now. I can walk out right now. It doesn't mean I am. It means I'm po- it's possible for me to do so. And they kind of looked at me like, you got a right. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's basically, <laughs> now, I got in trouble now. I was in ISF for like yeah. six months. 
That's yeah. what it felt like. That's, I was an eye sound about. That sound time. like me. <laughs> I was in there. Fifth grade. I, I ain't even getting to fifth grade. What happened to me? But that, that's what happened to me though. And then I got into Project Unity because like they knew my dad too. You know, the principal knew my dad, so they kind of gave me a little leniency. When I got back to the classroom, my teacher was like, "Let me talk to you real quick." You know, she's a black woman. She has a son. She says, "I I knew you weren't trying to kill me. I could kill you." I could kill you. Nobody would know nothing about it like that. She said, don't get in trouble with my class no more. And then after that, I was cool with Miss Bridges. Like, I was like, yo, that's we good. It was just an experience I had. So when I got in Project Unity, you know, one of the guys, he was the bros. And I didn't know what the bros was, number one, at the time. I just knew. Speaking of the bros, I'm making South Five Fraternity Incorporated. Um, so I didn't know what the bros were at the time. I just knew he had these letters on his hat. And he was using, using these poems. And when I got to Winston, I found out what he was talking about. <laughs> so that kind of influences the reason why I want to be the bros, too. But, yeah. Me being wanting to be a mentor became it came from that, and I never knew what my purpose was in life until I started using my purpose, like started going with the work. Now everything's falling into place. Everything's really falling into place with this whole mentoring thing. So, but that's it, man. Oh, word, word. That's what's up. So, that being said, just going into the next question, how how important do you think it is for a young black male to have a father figure or a big brother influence in his life? I think it's very important. I give you an example. Like my dad was in my life. My dad was there for me. He was present. So, mm-hmm. um, a lot of my like gentlemanly qualities I have, so to speak, I got from him. You know, it didn't start out that way. I didn't always see that from him, but once he got it, he taught me it. Mm-hmm. Opening the door for a woman, treating one with respect. You know, telling her she's a woman, she's a queen, and she's smart. Um, holding the door for. You know, courting a woman, not just like, you know, the new age court. I'm talking about really like, yo, yeah. I'm paying for your food. Yeah. I'm coming to pick you up. I'm doing all these things because mm-hmm. I want you. So my dad taught me that. He tried to teach me a little bit of finances and stuff, but he didn't really know too much about it, you know. But he was trying to tell me what from what he learned. But it wasn't clear. So I didn't. I still made some of the same mistakes he made. Right. Um, but otherwise, like the father figure, the big brother is just like a, hey, I made mistakes. These are the mistakes I made as a black man. I don't want you to make them. And a lot of times you don't get that if you don't have that role model or that male, that male figure in your life. You don't get that perspective. You know, your mom can give you a perspective. My mom gave me a couple. My dad raised me. I, I live with him. But when I'm going to see my mom, she tried, you know, she tried to definitely parent me as well. Right. But she just doesn't resonate the same because I'm a boy. I'm doing this as a boy. You're telling me as a woman. And I respect you because you're telling me. But my daddy, he knows. He knows what's going on. He's... He's been in my seat. Yeah. And so it just resonates a little bit differently when there's a, a male figure in your life like that. So what are some of the things that you think you wouldn't know if you didn't grow up with a father in the home, like morally or certain trades or life lessons, et cetera, et cetera? And I only ask that because I'll get around like, other men like I hate being around men and they fixing on cars I ain't had no father in my home to, to teach me I had no grandfather I didn't have no uncles it was me my mom then my grandma my aunt was there to scare me and, and, <laughs> really? I, and that was really? it and then I had two cousins that were females it was three of us I was the only grandson gotcha. so I ain't I didn't I, I like certain shit like that you know what I'm saying yeah. so what are some of the things that that you think that you wouldn't no, if, if you didn't have your father in the home. You, you talking about working on the car? My dad taught me how to change brakes. Okay. Change the tire. Yeah, I need, to wash the car. I need my brakes on the Buick change right yeah, now. Hey, I ain't going to do it. 
can. I just say that ain't my job. They ain't my forte. I've been I've been thinking about I've been thinking about it. YouTube. Get the C clamp. I got the brakes. And, 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 and I need a C clamp. And I need a C clamp. It's it's really simple. Hey, bro, it's he, so easy, bro. He, it's it, it is. Yeah. It's time consuming because you don't know what you're doing, but it's easy though. It's but easy. my dad, he showed me that. He showed me how to change brakes. Like, I'm he showed me hurt. I get out there and I, oh, I can't stop in this motherfucker. You gonna be bored and hurt, bro. Go yeah, on yeah, Betty's right. floor. <laughs> go on Betty's floor. Pay a crackhead twenty dollars. Hey, yeah, and he'll get you right. Yeah, you right. Yeah, I'm telling you, somebody get you right. Get you right, nigga. Betty Ford, hey, East Way, they get you right over there too. Hey, it's a lot of spots. In the city They get you right man But I wouldn't learn How to change no tire Wash your car the right way mm-hmm. Like You know you wash your car And it have streaks on it My yeah. dad made me wash the car over, over and over Until the car was perfect Word Oh god He watched <laughs> me too He'll watch me do it <laughs> Mr. Miyagi on yeah, that I'm washing ass. the car mm-hmm. man He had a white Toyota Camry You can see all the streaks On the white car I had to do it over and over until the car ain't had no street. He said, you don't see that dirt right there? And I look like that? Like, Dang, like I, that I, I do see it. I do see it, but go ahead and get it. Man. Yeah. Cutting the grass. You might say, cutting mm-hmm. the grass? Man, he, that man taught me how to do it with the lines in it, like a, yeah, uh, you a got professional a, baseball field. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know exactly what you're talking about. My grandma cut grass. She just cut the grass. Mm-hmm. Ain't no lines. Yeah. She just cutting the grass. Yeah. But my daddy was like, nah. I remember when I cut the grass the very first time, I just cut the grass. He was like, you see the difference between this yard and this yard? These lines. Just man. turn. Man, he taught me all that, man. Try to, hey, listen. Yo. Hey, cutting the grass. Like, I don't mean to cut you off. You cutting the grass is a great feeling. Like, my, Larry, no, like, I grew up in the country country. Like, you know, we all, we all, two five, shout out to the two five, you know. Shout out. I, 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 I did grow up in By the, the way, Port Wilson, City. Man. I did grow up in the Port City, nine down. Shout out to y'all. Big Wave promotion. <laughs> shout out to Big Wave. Big Wave is here. <laughs> But I, I was born in the 2-5. All my family is from the 2-5. So, shout out to the 2-5. That's where my heart is. So, I grew up with my grandparents in Aurora, North Carolina. Mm. Like, in the middle of nowhere. A lot of people ain't going to know where that's from, where that is. But, uh, so, my granddaddy, he had me cutting grass by the time I was seven. By the time I was nine, he bought me my own lawnmower because he has a big yard. Yeah. Very, very big yard. And so it's like two sides to the yard. And I remember the very first time I cut the grass good when some of his friends came by. And it was like, hey, damn, hey, who, who uh, mowed your grass? And he was like, oh, JJ did that. Hey, nigga, I was a little kid. Nigga, I was out there feeling good. I was like, <laughs> oh, great. yeah, oh, yeah, I'm out here with the old heads. No, but great. But, and that also, like, kind of instilled my work ethic, too, because growing up, like that's how that's how I made my money. Me and my granddaddy, we he would put his lawnmower on the truck. I would have to drive. He would make me drive my. I think I'm a kid. He make me drive my own lawnmower on the trailer. You know, we put the slacks out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. line them up with the tires. He'd be like, "Hey, don't miss, cause if you miss, you're gonna have to pay for this uh, lawnmower, nigga." Yeah. We was riding all over the, in a small country town too. Yeah, everybody. I'm related to half the people. House we cutting their grass. Mm-hmm. Talking about like 150, but on the country, everybody got big yards. Yeah, everybody, acres. So you got to come off 150, 200, $300 per yard. So, like, and we doing this every day. Like, I'm talking about, so when I wasn't with him cutting grass, he was a custodian at the high school. Mm-hmm. I was with him cleaning up. So every week he would give me $100 you know, for, for, for what I do. But for, per yard, I would get $20. Twenty twenty five dollars per yard, depending on how big. So I'm a, I'm a little kid, low key making paint. Yeah, you know, 
but you know that kind of instilled like my work ethic mm-hmm. as uh as I got older cuz I noticed that I do a lot of stuff that people wouldn't do as far as like trying to make trying to make ends meet or you know career wise for instance like y'all y'all niggas know nigga I live in Greensboro but I work in Charlotte mm-hmm. yeah absolutely <laughs> you, <know>? <laughs> <laughs> you like, hey you doing and, it right hey, now. but and, and and it's only because of my situ- like my living situation like you know with my lease and right. you know everything like so it's like all these factors but at the end of the day I got to do what I got to do to make, make it happen, happen. Yeah. you're making it happen yeah nigga I knew before Sunday because them niggas do not believe in cutting grass on Sunday before Sunday, <laughs> when that grass got to a certain level, if it wasn't cut, I was going to have to hear it. You say you was a riding lawnmower? Yeah. Yeah. I stayed in the country, right? My daddy had a riding lawnmower. <laughs> he made me use the push lawnmower. <laughs> we used the push lawnmower. He made me dicks. use the push lawnmower, period. I'm talking about the whole y'all. Nah, nah, nah. Now, nah, when nah. he cut it, because we used to alternate back then, mm-hmm. he'll cut it, riding lawnmower, come out, he driving through. Boom. Mm-hmm. Me? Push lawnmower. Every time. <laughs> I'm like, yo, can I can I do the drop? Nah. Nah. You got riding lawnmower money? That's what my dad Yep. That gas, bro. Hey. Man, I had to put gas in the <laughs> riding lawnmower for him. Go get the jug, put the gas in there for me. <laughs> but I can't use it. I got to push for the, all these acres because my uh, stepmom, her mom stayed in a nice, nice trailer with the, with the you know, two five mm-hmm. trailer. Mm-hmm. Acres. Right. right. So we cutting the grass. I'm cutting the grass with a push lawnmower, yo. That, that blew me though. I ain't gonna lie. He taught me to be tough. I ain't gonna lie. Cause that make it makes you tough. Like Nigga. you right in the heat Nigga. pushing a lawnmower. Yeah. When you could be just sitting down. At my dad's house, I had to push lawnmower. See? <laughs> my grand at Papa house, I was good. <laughs> hey, I was ain't, good. Ain't, ain't, nothing yeah. like a, ain't nothing like a grandfather, man. Hey man. Hey, you know, I was blessed, man. I was blessed. Like, as far as having all my grandparents, yeah. I I lost my grandfather on my dad's side when I was in high school. But all my grandparents are still living. Yeah, that's dope. Um, I lost my grandfather, my dad's fa- uh, father, at eight when I was eight years old. The year my sister was born. My, matter of fact, my sister was born and my granddad died right after that. You talking about the one that I met? Yeah, my little sister was born. And I look, my granddad used to send me to the store next door, give me like two, three dollars, get him a Coca Cola, Diet Coca Cola. That's what he wanted. <laughs> give me a Diet Coca Cola. Give me three dollars. You know, back then, this a long time ago, like, three dollars mm-hmm. went a long way. So the rest yeah. of it was mine. Yeah, <laughs> man, y'all know how old we sound right now, man. right? <laughs> it is what it is. I'm just thinking about like, yo, I'm yeah, not, good. but you're not lying though. Three dollars back in the day. Three dollars. I was chips, <laughs> was straight. oatmeal cake, soda. Do you a dollar them little penny candies? I had the yes. whole bag of them penny candies. Nigga, I used to go to the crazy. Nigga, I used to rack up on the motherfucker. I just go drop, drop the chain. She used to count it out. I know now as an adult, I know she was mad as fuck. Count that shit out penny by penny, little kid. But hey, nigga, I was a kid. Nigga, yeah, I just yeah. I was getting some candy. Nigga, <laughs> running it up as a kid though. And I, yeah, but grandfathers are like that to me. My grand, if I had my granddad at sixteen, because you think about people who got their granddaddies at like sixteen. More than likely, a granddad hooking up with a whip. Like my dude, my my friends, they had their granddaddy. They dad, they granddaddy gave them a whip when they were sixteen. Mm-hmm. They daddy didn't have to do it. They granddaddy did it. Mm-hmm. Or they granddaddy was hooking up with bread and getting them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's that's the that's the getaway. Grandparents are a getaway for kids. Like that's that's what it is. So so having your grandfather when you when you're sixteen is a blessing, yo, because you get that added knowledge too. Because you get more like when I was eight and he died. If I was sixteen. 
I would be able to understand things he probably would have told me a lot better. Yeah, and it's right. from somebody who's two generations over you, right, not right. just your dad. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that has a, a longer lasting impact than even now your father. Like it's your it's the guy who raised your dad. Right. Hey man, I gotta give a shot my granddaddy, man. See? Uh Larry, I know you asked me the other day, you know, everybody know I'm in a shirt and tie nine times out of ten when you see me. You was like, Hey bro, I bet you tie tie perfect every time. I only tie that tie perfect every time because my granddaddy taught me. Right. I can remember in the fifth grade, I was the only person in the fifth grade that knew how to tie a tie, and it was only because my granddaddy and we had that <laughs> we had to play. And then we was we was in Miss Pill dance class in Miss Pill. Shout out Miss Pill. Shout out Miss Pill was in Miss Pill dance class, and I tied every male's tie in there because I was the only person who had to tie a tie. Who taught you that? My granddaddy. Shout, shout out, shout out my granddaddy. And it was, like I knew, I knew my great grandfather on my mom's side. He died when I was about six or seven. But man, I I have a lot of like family mementos and stuff that my grandfather. It's a lot that I have that right now I don't I don't want to take it right now because then I'm gonna have to accept the fact that everybody's getting closer to death and I ain't trying to you know deal with that right now. <laughs> I, I know I know that's a part yeah, of life and I, you know hey you know I, I I know that but you know right now. My granddaddy getting around better than me, so I'm gonna let my man's keep doing what he doing. No, I'm gonna let him right. keep everything. Keep pushing, and nigga. We going fishing, we going hunting, everything. Yep. Hey, my, me and my granddad, we still go hunting. That's good. Every, hey, we good. So, I've never been hunting, by the way. You, nigga, you never been hunting? Shit. I, I mean, me either, bro. Yeah, I say. I want to go hunting though. Hey, <laughs> hey, for, hey, for so like, it's like I have my hunting license. I know I can take one. I have to check the regulations if I can take it. But if y'all niggas really want to go hunting one day, I'm with it. Yeah, we gonna eat what we kill, nigga. Yeah, I'm gonna cut that bitch open, nigga. Right. We ain't hunting no chicken. No, nigga. I ain't doing it. No, nigga. I got hunt what? He said, "Cause you got you got to eat what we kill, right?" Yeah, we got, I only eat bro, chicken. They, they got deer. Well, they got dove. I don't eat deer. I don't eat dove. Look, look, look. Me and my me and my granddaddy, we <laughs> built the uh, we built the chicken coop. He has a whole chicken coop, bro. Fresh eggs, the brown eggs too. Fresh. Yes. Oh, brown eggs better than white ones. Nigga. Oh yeah. Yes. Bro, brown <laughs> brown better than anything white. Bro. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> what was I thinking? But now, nah, nah, I get for, the white eggs for ninety nine cent though. Go ahead though. I feel you. <laughs> I f- bro, I feel you. Now feel the you. nutritional value is. All right, I'm, I'm gonna put it to you like this: white bread and wheat bread. It's the same, like okay. as far as the, the nutritional value in the eggs, the the brown eggs has a lot more nutritional value than the white eggs. Personal trainer Jackson speaking right nigga, now. Nigga, I don't know. I just know that I always read that the brown eggs are better than the white eggs for health health reasons. I'm gonna go look at the cost and see what the difference. Oh, is. it's gonna be a cost difference. It's a cost I, I'm, difference. I'm telling you. I, I'm I'm telling you. You ain't got to do that. I'm telling you. So I'm gonna just stick with the white eggs then. Just trying to tell you. For your pockets, yeah. For your pockets, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. at Harris Teeter, the white eggs ninety nine cent. That's for your pockets, for yes. your pockets, stick with the white eggs. How much but, brown egg? About four dollars. Nah, it ain't gonna be about four. About like two, three. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like, 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 like. Yeah. We, we can spend one. You are gonna spend about two or three. Bet. So I'm gonna get twenty four white eggs for the price of <laughs> one carton of brown eggs. Uh huh. <laughs> Got to be financially responsible these days. Hey man, I feel you, bro. I feel you. But I don't, I don't short myself on certain things though. Some things I put money into. Like what? Soap. Okay. Oh yeah, nigga, you got to, nigga, got, got. That's what you say, right? You but, got to take care of the melanin, my nigga. But, but who use ivory soap? I ain't no knock on ivory soap. I was about, to ask, I was about to ask what kind of soap we use because lately listen. I've been on uh, raw African uh, black soap. I ain't. I, I've used black soap, mm-hmm. but I use Dove right now. Okay. Because, because 
I used to use I use Irish Spring. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm but familiar. You know, you know that Irish Spring leave you a little dry though. Bussing, but yeah, they leave you a little. It leave dry. you a little dry. Yeah, mm. and that Dove, nigga, make cool comfort. Make your moist pause. I don't want to go there, <laughs> but make your you, your skin feel cool. Different. Cool, cool okay. comfort. The cool comfort. He know all the different <laughs> Nah bro I just know the white bar with the blue label here. Listen man I just white bar, blue take care of my skin My brothers I just like to take care of my <laughs> skin You know what JJ got that good lotion too man I don't know if y'all talked about hey, that hey, lotion this he got. <laughs> I love JJ right? lotion this Brother Oh my I god no I was at the crib one time Probably months ago In <laughs> Greensboro But I'm saying the first time oh, The first time it I was up. Bruh, I was like You got some lotion man I forgot mine He was like yes, yeah Right there some- <laughs> Yeah Oh my god Bruh What I put that on Was like What is this Needed He's like bruh You can get that from Walmart And I'm like <laughs> We need to go to Walmart right now like yeah, yeah, that it's lotion on point. Twelve ninety nine for that size. I was like, nah. shout out to Shea Moisture though. <laughs> oh, Shea Moisture, look, Shea man. Moisture. JJ, please, he's been Shea Moisturing everything, man. So, <laughs> so y'all need to go ahead. You and damn right, man, right, man. Hey man, Shea Moisture need to cut right, me a check, man. man. <laughs> like for hey, that the black soap. Not for though. So like, it's funny though, cause like literally, I only use two soaps. Okay, I have the Dove. The, the, the body wash for men, the cool oh. comfort, because oh, okay. it, cause it has the, uh, the 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 moisturizing in it. The mm-hmm. beads? No, no, no. It's like it has a moisturizer within it. Oh, I just want to so, let you know the light skin is coming out yeah, right now. Yeah, but yeah, I ain't Go know. ahead, continue, continue. Hey man, fuck both of y'all. <laughs> uh, I, didn't know, I didn't know it had the, the moisture in it. Hey, yeah. hey, nigga, hey. Jazz, how much how much protein jazz, it got in? Hey, I don't know, but jazz yeah. like <laughs> that's all I do know. Vitamin B three. <laughs> And uh, and and the Shea Moisture, the African black soap, because I really I really do have sensitive skin, so oh, I, that, okay, that's okay, why okay. that's why I use the uh, the black soap. But yeah, yeah you know, hey, yeah, you got to you got to keep the skin moisturized, my I know my that's brothers. right, man. I know that's right. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, it's you, crazy. You mentioned earlier about ethics, work ethic. Yeah, yeah. That being around your grandfather helps you with your work work ethic. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great segue to the next question because I was also thinking, I was lazy. I ain't even on front. Growing up, teenager, I was lazy. Um, I ain't had no dad to be like, yo, you need to get your ass up, get a job, go cut the grass, go hatch them bushes, go ask the neighbors if they need their grass cut, go do this. What do you like to do? Go make some money out of it. Like, I didn't have nobody. If my mom taught me, now don't get me wrong, my mom taught me what to do, I just didn't listen. That was my mom. You know what I'm saying? I respected it, like you said. Yeah. But I didn't listen. Right. So, yeah, man. I just, so, oh, my bad. The question, <laughs> the question is, how important do you think it is for young black males to have a, oh, that's not right. How much of a difference is our generation from the different, from the current one with the abstinence of the father in the home? So, um, <clears throat> Cause I wish, my bad. I just want to get this out. Oh, yeah, my bad. Ahead, I'm sorry. Do your thing, do your thing. If I had the mindset I had now as a little kid or even 12, a preteen, you know, teenager, yo, go get out there. And, like right now, my mindset is go out there and get it. Go make your own money. Go make your, you know, write your own right, paychecks. Right, right. If I, I'm, 
if I had that mindset, or even if I didn't have that entrepreneurial mindset as a kid, my if I had a father in the household, I felt like I would have had to at least go pick up a trade. Because my mom told me to go get a trade. I just never did it. Right. But, but if I had a father in the household, I'd know how to fix air conditions or fix toilets or fix uh, cars or something like that. So, yeah. How do you think that affects that? Um, I'm, So, I'm going to say for everybody in every situation, which for everything in life, it's going to be different. So, for me... At a at an early age, I realized that I that I would learn certain things from the women in my family, and I would learn some things from the males in my family. Now, just just be a little open book right now, a little vulnerable. Uh huh. Growing up, I what I saw was the women in my house were more financially responsible. Than the men of my than the men of my family, so like, like I I would hear I would hear my nana like my nana still to this day. I guarantee she knows every bill that goes to the house, <laughs> and I guarantee that my grandfather he maybe can name maybe the cable bill, the light bill, the phone bill that they pay. I mean, like their house. Like, can my, I can I say something? Oh, what's up? Is it? Bad that that reason right there is why, and it may be, it may be, shit, what's the word? Um, I don't want it to be, it's 2019, so people are sensitive. Right. So I'm just say it, but that was my disclaimer. So, who called when we pass the lit, we we drinking, y'all. No, no, no. I was telling, I was telling that nigga. They got to me drinking up, white man. to do. I was telling this nigga to pour up. Oh, but nah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, finish up. Damn, what was I saying? I don't know. You said you was that twenty nineteen something. You have a disclaimer too. The disclaimer. What was you speaking about? My grandma, the the women. She knows all the bills in the house, but your grand your grandfather only knows a, a few of them. Right. So is it is it disclaimer? But is it bad that that's why I. One of the things I cherish and adore about a woman, because it seems traditionally that word, traditionally, because that's where the new age people of 2019 would take offense if I didn't say that word. Traditionally, right. that. And fuck them. <laughs> yeah. We can't say that. <laughs> respectfully, can't? we can't say that. Who can't? Nigga, we can't. Okay, yeah. Respectfully. Respectfully, though. Hey, but this is the council. This is our show, what, nigga. Say what fuck, fuck we want. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> fuck y'all, niggas. <laughs> go ahead, my brother. <laughs> nah, but that's that's why I that's one of the things I cherish about women is because I think on one of the the last last podcast I said I had a I had a problem of when I get into a relationship I go straight into husband mode. One of the last two serious girls I've been with live with me. But I let them handle. I made the money, but I let them handle the bills. Mm. They, you know, what I'm saying I made the money, but they bought the food. You know, I bought the food, but they cooked it. You know, what I'm saying I came home and knew that I'm about to come home to a back rub. I'm about to come home to some yams. I'm about to come. You know, what I'm saying I'm about to come. I'm about to yeah, traditionally. 
Is it wrong that that's that's just one of the I I feel like that's a a and if even if you don't believe in the Bible, there's I have nothing. I have my my questions about the Bible, but I haven't read anything. It's like, huh? That's that's wrong. Proverbs thirty one. They speak about a woman in Proverbs thirty one. That's some Proverbs thirty one woman stuff right there. You handle your household. You know what I'm saying? So. I guess to answer my question, I guess it's all my opinion. I feel like that's not wrong. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's a that's a great quality. Like yeah, yeah. that's just something. I mean, embedded. Okay, there we go. I finally, I finally got it out. Yeah. Embedded in 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 the DNA of women. Well, even more particularly, I would say black women. And, Speak on it. And the reason the, I need some horns, man. Shut your ass some, up. Some gunshots. Uh huh. <laughs> Speak <laughs> on <laughs> it. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> The, the the reason why I say black women is because like historically black men have been taken from the household, so black women would have to be the head of the household. You know, even so, so so if you want to take it back to slavery, when they would take the males, uh, you know, make them, we all know the horrific things they that the people did to the black males, mm-hmm. and, you know, made them do what they did to little kids, and you know. They take their their wives in front of them. They would beat the males and, you know, literally, you know, emasculate the black male in front of their family. So now the black male has no power. So, And I'm glad you're speaking on this because I ain't had no crazy black history facts for y'all this month. Oh, yeah, this is it right there. Uh Uh-huh. And so to, to, like, you know, modern-day times, you know, you have the war on drugs. Shout out to Bill Clinton. Fuck y'all. Um, you know, even even before that, um, you know the the war on drugs that started way way before Bill Clinton. I promise. Um, you you're locking black men up in their you know taking the black male out of the he- the head of the household. So you grew up in a single parent household. You grew mm-hmm. up with your father, but. What um you said you went to visit your mom sometimes? Yeah, so, I stayed with my dad and my stepmom. Okay, okay. So uh, but still, so so your, your mom she had to be the head of her household for for a long time, right? Right. But that's so that's what I'm saying. Like e- even though that's a whole different situation, still, the she has to be the head of her household. Like what whatever whoever is living there or whatever the situation may be, she, she's the head of her house. Like my dad, he was married before. He married my mom. My brothers and sisters, for a long time, that it was just them and their mom. She was the head of their household. I I know their stepdad, and you know they, you know that's their stepdad. But I know how they really feel about him. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I know when it comes when it came to that household, you know, God rest her soul, like she was the head of that house. For me. Growing up, I grew up with both my parents. I lived in the house with both my parents. And, like, like you just said it, like, you know, like, my mom, she would say something. My dad would say something, and I would listen off gate. You know you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but what I, as, as I've gotten older, you know, come to, you know, understand things as an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad, he was the enforcer, but if it wasn't for my mom... <laughs> if it punish, <laughs> if it wasn't for my mom, bro, we would have. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Shout out to my mom. Like, 
man, like my mom held us down. Still, my mom still, still holding us down. My nana, my nana still, my granny still holding us down. You know, so I learned the qualities of a man. Like this is what I was saying earlier. I know certain things I will learn from from my grandfather, my dad. Certain things I will learn from the women in my life, even my my baby sister. Like it's like certain stuff like cooking and like my baby sister married. She doing her thing. She got two houses, a couple cars. <laughs> you know, so she doing her thing. Um, and I f- I felt like because my dad told me, my dad told me when I was young, he said. A lot of people don't have their grandparents in their life the way that you have yours in your life. And a lot of people don't have their parents in their life the way that you have yours. For a long time, I don't even think, I'm, one day I'm going to have to have this conversation with my parents, but that they going to come when it's come. But for a long time, I was actually angry at my parents growing up. The reason why is because I would have so many games, like, Basketball, everybody know basketball was my heart growing up. I only played the only reason why I played football. My dad put me in football because he said he wanted to be a little bit more tougher. This is before I started doing karate. And That's everything. another reason why I wish I had a father in the household, like just to be tougher. Like I remember, I got chased home by two white boys one day in the seventh grade, and they took me for my chain. That my I hope big, they whooped your motherfucking ass too. That, that my big cousin Donnie gave me, man. Yo, I ain't gonna front, yo. I ain't never talked about. I got bitched that day, bro. I ain't gonna front. They held my hands behind behind me like that, and they was just like, "Yo, I dare you to do something." I was like. Ah. <laughs> Yo, they snatched my chain off my neck And all I'm thinking is You really just jacked me for my chain And you can't even wear it Because you just snatched it off my neck But yeah, man Like, again If I had a father in the household At a younger age I would hey, whoop their white asses Listen, bro I, you know, But that, that shit that shit came from Alright, so A story that my dad told me mm-hmm. When he was in school He used to get jacked for his money My granddaddy didn't say shit my granny, he was a pastor. You know what I'm saying? He he. My granny was in the military, but he also knew the time frame that that they were living in. Mm-hmm. My granny locked my dad out the house and told him if he didn't come back with that money, he wasn't getting back in the house. And my gra- my granny's still living to this day, and she's still the same way. I pro- I promise you, some of them lessons that she passed out to my dad. Uh huh. Oh, she passed him down to my ass too. <laughs> you know, hey, but uh, yeah. So that 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 toughness. You know, my dad. He went to the he went to the Marines. You know, you know. Everybody know y'all the first ones to go in. Like so that on top of the Marines. Like I grew up. My dad was tough. <laughs> that nigga was tough. And like he said he wanted to be a little bit more tough he signed me up for football <laughs> i remember my first day out there i know jaguars no 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 i went in the jaguars i played for the for the for the newburn bears nigga went win a single game newburn bro. bears yeah exactly nigga it was the, high school no, no. nigga with jt in jt barber you had the braves the jaguars then you had the newburn bears never heard of them hey bro me marcus simmons uh just uh, just I can't. You know Marcus Simmons, bro. He was on our football team, bro. That's my nigga, bro. <laughs> he was on the football. Yo, shout out Marcus Simmons, <laughs> bro. Uh, bro, not for though. It was a lot of us because we all after we left the Bears, we went to the Jaguars. Okay. E- even even the coach, 
But yeah, bro, like that's that's where I started playing football, bro. My only cousin, my dad wanted me to be tougher. My cousin, I, my dad definitely influenced me being tough. He mm-hmm. played football, he, all that kind of stuff. Let me tell you, my cousin made me tough. Let me tell you how. <laughs> so we stayed. Okay, so over the summer I would stay with my mom, and this particular year we stayed with my cousin. My aunt, my other cousin, my brother, and me, and my mom. We stayed in this two bad, three bedroom crib. And one day, I guess I was whining and complaining. My cousin kicked me in my chest into the mm-hmm. trash, into the uh, clothes basket. Kicked me in there into the clothes basket. And I was just like, mm-hmm. and my mama just looked at me like this. And I was just like, he ain't gonna say nothing. He ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> he like, you punk, like that. And he walked away. Now, my cousin is like, Eight years older than me, <laughs> so if I'm eight, he's sixteen. So this, right. I think, I, I think I was, yeah, I think I was eight, and he was sixteen at this time. So it's like, yo, you just kicked in my chest, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, I want to fight back, but I already know I'm gonna lose. So it's just like, you know what, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> All right, back. A couple weeks later, he do something else to me. But this time, like, you know what, man, fuck that shit. Bro. <laughs> you ain't about to keep bullying me, bro. I'm about to beat your ass. And you know what? I try to fight the nigga. Now I, I didn't win. Mm-hmm. But you know what he said? That's all I wanted to see. Respect. You fight back. You just so at that point, I was like, "Yo, I bet." Like I get it now. Like you want me to be tough? Like fuck it, I'm about to be tough out here. And then I'm tell you what happened. So boom, I go back to my daddy. I thought I was tough. <laughs> <laughs> I got in trouble. I thought I was tough. I said some shit. I'm, you know you ain't supposed to talk back to your friend. Right, right, I stopped right. talking back. I'm tough, nigga. You know, I don't know where you been, but you ain't going back. Slap me in the back of my damn head. I said something crazy like, "Man, I ain't scared of you." Like that. He was like, you ain't scared of me. Oh, watch this, though. That nigga, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, bet. Let me tell you something else about my dad, too. Man, and you, you, like, the, the, my dad, I'm going to tell you something. Okay, so this, I'm going to tell you the story. One day, my dad came home from work. He was mad. Now, I, I seen my dad mad, but not, like, mad like this. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm, I'm a little older now. I'm, like, 14. You know, 15, like 15. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, let me. What's going on? Right, that was wrong. What's wrong with you? Cause he's not really expressive. So when he told me, like, yeah, they told me I can't bench 405. And I'm looking at my daddy like, shit, I don't think you can bench 405 either. But <laughs> whatever, cool. So he's like, come on, come with me. We go to the Reed Street Community Center back at home. We go in a little weight room. My dad got his jeans on, a t-shirt. And he go in there. He said, I don't need no warm up. Put 405 in the bar. <laughs> now. Again, I'm like 15. So, you know, I'm lifting weights. I play football, so I'm lifting weights. I see how strong people can be. Right. I know you need to warm up. <laughs> In my eyes, I know you need to warm up before you trying to bench 405. Back. Put 405 in the bar. My daddy got in the bar. <laughs> I said, you need me. You know me. You need me to help you break it. Nah, I'm good. I don't need nothing. Boom. One rep, 405. Easy. I ain't no. never. I swear to God. I just. I lied to you not. He did the shit, put it back, stood up, look at them niggas like, I bet. What we walked out. I walked out like, yeah, nigga. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, man, I told them niggas I can do that shit. Like, my daddy's just a strong nigga. Like, mm-hmm. no warm-up. Y'all niggas live weights before. Nigga, 405. Yeah. My daddy ain't 300 pounds either. My daddy like was like 250 at the time, 240. Oh, he's okay. solid. So he talking about a man benching. 405, no yeah. warm-up. And I'm lifting weights every day, watching seniors lift weights, watching all these people lift warming weights. Warming up before they, they do anything. Up before they doing 310, mm-hmm. 225, 
he do 405 one time no woman that's that that was the day i looked at my daddy differently like hey man shout out to all the dads out there man, <sighs> man shout, shout out, out to the dads. hey man shout out to you my nigga hey, yes. hey listen 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 everybody but before before we go any further let me tell y'all i see i see my man marcellus i don't think i ever told you but i see i see my man marcellus being active father in his daughter's life so as a black man Without kids that that know how important it is for a kid to have a father, just want to say thank you, bro, because I see what you do for your daughter in her life, and yeah, just, just, just thank you, man, just thank you. Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna respond to that in two ways. First thing is I appreciate you, right? <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Because I'm not the I I always say I'm not the best, but I'm I'm learning and trying every day. My daughter's ten now, right? There was I did not used to be the man I am today. Years ago, nigga, I know. I, you know what I, I'm saying? I know. So it's, it's, I'm not perfect. I'm trying to be better and do better. You know what I'm saying? Especially as time goes on, she gets older, and I just it's a lot of things going on. I don't know mm-hmm. if I can handle a dollar in, t- in 2019, bro. And yours is ten. Ten. That's what I'm saying. Hey, bro, she grown. No, 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 Larry, Larry, you don't understand, bro. She's smart, smart. Marcel, like his daughter is. Bro, I tried to crack a joke with her the first time I met her. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to crack a joke with her. She looked at me and said. Don't play with me. <laughs> no game. I, I was like, my nigga, I didn't know what to do, that's, bro. That's nigga, my daughter. I didn't know what to do, bro. That's my daughter, I, I, I said, okay. <laughs> okay. That's how she is, Word. She like me. And it, it's crazy when you have a kid and your kid grows up and then you start seeing yourself and your kid. And then she's a girl. So I'm like, dang, like, this is me. Like, she's outgoing. She's friendly. She's personable. She's intelligent. She's very well spoken. She's a whole bunch of things, nigga, right? Nigga, his daughter cool, bro. His daughter cool, bro. I remember uh, my, one of my ex-girlfriends, she did makeup, right? My daughter would have a makeup conversation about palettes and shades and lip, all types of things. Like I'm like, yeah, where'd you learn man. this at? You know what I'm saying? But she educated herself. But to answer the second part, you're thanking me for doing something we're supposed to do anyway. Yeah, I, I and know. it's like, yeah, I get it because it's like there's, it's not a, it's not common. For anybody to even doing what I'm doing to be in their child's life, right? But we supposed to be, man. It's not something we're supposed to be. You shouldn't have to thank me for doing what we're supposed to be doing. But unfortunately, because of how things are, you have to thank black men or men for being in child's yeah. life, yo. And it's unfortunate because I never, no matter what, I never was not going to be in my my daughter's life, broke, right, right, right or with right. money, right, and mostly stable or mostly unstable. I was always going to be there for my daughter, right. Now again, I had to grow and do things differently, but I was always gonna. She was gonna know, like, yo, I'm your daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here for you. At, when, whenever you need me, I'm here for you. Yeah. Like tonight, she wanted she wanted some shoes for church tomorrow. Had to go ahead and cash out some bread to her. She'll never have a doubt in her mind that her daddy don't got her, bro. And I've been through some things. Oh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So to be in this position, I am blessed, man. But yeah, we 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 thinking men for being men, and we shouldn't have to thank a man for being a man. It should just be common knowledge. For a man to be a man, you understand? So, well, I got dope. one. I got one question though. Okay, one, one more question, man. Um, how much does your daughter influence your drive? You know, because you out here doing your mentoring. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure you got uh, some other things in the works as well. Yeah. But whether they're for the kids or not, you know, what I'm saying they have some long term goal. To support you and your family, which is your daughter. Right. So, how how much does you know your daughter influence your job? Uh, 
she is the reason I do a lot of things I'm doing. Because I ain't had, we didn't have, like, you know the story. People don't have things coming up, right? Mm-hmm. So one thing I never had was, like, the financial security, you know. We, we grew up, you know, without the luxuries. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, definitely. Like, like my dad bought a house, right? But we ain't had no cable. Mm-hmm. We had no internet. We just had a crib. Hey, that's and that was a blessing did. enough, right? Hey, that's all he was but trying I used, to I used, do. I used to love to go to my friend's house, though, watch TV oh. and stuff like that. But anyway, what I'm saying, <laughs> my daughter is the influencer in my life. Like, because it's not just me I have to think about. Everything I do, everything I do is a reflection of her at, at some point. It's going to be, it's... It's gonna get back to her at some point. Hey, you mind, you mind if I tell a story? Go ahead. So I remember when I first talked to Marcellus about his weight loss journey. If you don't mind me, yeah, tell go ahead. Me. All right. So he said, uh, "I forget what you say you was doing. I think you said y'all was outside. You you raced her or or something. Y'all was y'all was doing something active, and you said you lost you lost your your, your breath in about." 10 to 30, so it was a short, very short amount of time, whatever it was. And you said you didn't want your daughter to grow up and you not be able to be active in her life. So it's like, that, that's when I, when I say thank you, I mean like, like a, a, for a man, for, for a male, we don't recognize certain things, even, even as significant as that. So you actually recognize, damn, I just lost my goddamn breath after. 10 seconds of running that's real. and that's a damn shame she just blew my ass out and i so you you took that on yourself to turn your health around right just so you could try to be there for your daughter and you know for as, for as long as you can yeah so like you know i'm pretty that sure takes a lot of discipline Oh yeah! Like now, you now, can say I, you can be like, "Yo, I love my daughter to death. I'll give her whatever she want. She knows she can get whatever she want." But to be able to get up off the couch and be real. active and do something that's like, you get what I'm trying to yeah, say? Absolutely. That, yeah, man. That's that's. It's crazy you bring it up because at, at the end of the day, like what happened was what really resonated with me when I went to my old job had an on-site doctor basically, mm-hmm. so she my blood pressure was high, so she she was like you got kids I was like I got a little girl she was like oh at the time she was nine, she was like don't you want to be there for her when she's like thirty <laughs> I like and I was like what you yeah, don't mean? be coming out my neck like that <laughs> she was like well you have blood, high blood pressure this then the third you, your heart can't take it it's not gonna be able to take it for a long period of time. So you might have 20 more years. I ain't saying that you're going to have 20 more years, but think about it. If you have overweight for 20 more years, this pressure on your body, you think your heart going to be able to take that? And I was like, ah, you're right. Like, I want to be a grandfather or a great-grandfather. One right, day. right, right. My granddad died of a heart attack. My dad, granddad was talking about earlier. He died of a heart attack. My, my dad had diabetes and high blood pressure, but he lost over 100 pounds. My grandfather, he had diabetes. And he was an amputee. Same, lost same. both of his legs. See, it ain't running my family. That's what I'm saying. Diabetes. Both sides. So both so sides. rampant. So when she said that, it made me think about her long term. My daughter long term. Like yeah, like right now, like I'm cool because I was cool with being a big dude. Let me be honest with you. JJ can tell you. No. Like I was cool with being fat in the hat. Forever, uh, Melissa. We 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 gonna talk about that later. We gonna, talk, we gonna talk about that later. My we gonna, we gonna Listen, talk about that later. I, I'll touch it real quick. Cause I hate it. I kn- man. I hate, and I, I've slimmed down. But if 
Watch my when you get when you, later on tonight. Watch my story. I posted something tonight yeah. when I was I was in the gym. Okay, bro. Look, I had a singlet on and I was I was deadlifting. Look how big I was, bro. To, and I have an undershirt on. What did I say before I left the house, bro? I, I need I gotta find me a shirt, a primary shirt. He was like, bro, I don't you don't need no primary shirt. This undershirt is fine. I literally understand what you're saying. Yeah, bro. But don't think I didn't care. I didn't. I didn't. It didn't affect me. That's like, enough. Like, that's like, that mindset like, I don't have. Bro, I was. Bro, we go, I'm gonna be let's, honest. Let's, let's, we're going to get to a song, y'all. We're going to cut right now. I'm going to tell y'all when we get back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stop nothing. Yo, you hear me? This song right here that I got coming up now is uh, it's called Caterpillar by my nigga G. Frazo. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. I'm a fan. I ain't going to lie. I'm a fan. I don't even say that. And I don't even say that often, Larry, tell you. Oh, I'm surprised right yeah, now. Hey, exactly. Hey, bro. I'm Speak. a fan, dog. Hey, bro. You be doing your thing. I'm a, I'm a fan. I ain't going to lie. We need some We need some music. I'm pretty sure you're in contact with Larry. But you the first person that I'm officially announcing on this show. I'm a fan of your music, bro. Keep keep doing what you do. Shout out, G. Frazier. Yeah. He's a, he's a great artist. He has a message. He ain't, he ain't out there just bro. You don't be submitting breath. that bullshit, bro. That's what I fuck with you, bro. You don't yeah. submit that bullshit. <laughs> this uh, bro, these other niggas we get, bro, they be submitting that <laughs> bullshit, bro. That hey hey, y'all other niggas. No this hey no I don't even give a fuck, bro. Step y'all game up, damn it. Step it up, yo. God damn, hey G Furge, keep keep doing your thing, bro. Hey yo, so <laughs> this song right here is called Caterpillar, and I like this this song a lot, man, because you know a caterpillar is something popular opinion, something ugly, but we know it's gonna be something beautiful. beautiful yeah. And he just talks in this song that <laughs> G Phrase, I know him by Papa D. You know what I'm saying? When I first met him, he's like, Shout out to the motherfucking Jaguars, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Papa D. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did play football with him. Yeah. Papa D. You know what I'm saying? And I hope you don't mind. We done talked about it before. But my nigga name is Glendon. I ain't going to say, say his last name, but but they call him the gunman. You know what I'm saying? On top of all of that, they call him the gunman. And this is a song called off his uh, mixtape, Gunman Reloaded. But it's just, he's talking about, I'm not who most people think I am. Mm. And I really fuck with that because people inbox me and be like, yo, I'm glad to see you you happy. I'm glad to see you smiling. Good. And it's just like, because they, they, they inbox me that because they know what I've been through, but it's just like, don't let this picture fool you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still in the process. I'm still a caterpillar right now. So again, this is G. Frazo. With Caterpillar. See, there's this caterpillar that everybody thinks that he's a social butterfly. Cause he's that nigga they all come from. For a while, just for crumbs. Off his time, for leaves in exchange. Niggas stay paid. But between me and you, you'd rather spend his days. Staying focused that nothing facing Raised in the hood, dodging ops and them cops There's no option, it's trash cause niggas be hate 
dope on the tour bus, I got the van laced My thoughts hanging like my van laces Run up my past in the booth about my cases Fuck the streets, just crack bars, saw my fan bases My steps is playing paces Thanking God that it's Friday like watching Family Matters Eddie Swagger the truth, you Urkels never matter You niggas tricking for Laura's, I'm with the Myra's laughing Not for the idols chatter, I'm known to get it bracket I'm high as fuck like where the water go Never in a rush, I slow roll it Even in the end, I went slow I should've known that you would cross me when I least expect it Stole my heart and stopped the hate from forming like a contraceptive But then I fell for you, you had me looking see-through Bought out my soul, it was nothing I was keeping from you Gave you the garden, then you went and ate forbidden fruit If anybody talked about smoke, I was prepared to shoot But now it's different, all those ways I used to look at you We handled every blow, but then you went and got physical I was submerged like metaphysical In the sunken place, fighting for strength, solutions to forgiving you I got the woolly, ain't afraid to shoot Travel the vibe, prepared to get that fucking text from you Who you know gon' ride for you? Who you know gon' die for you? Make sacrifices in my life for you Put the pistol down and fight for you I would've went and did life for you But that's that fuck shit that life would do So butterfly, but he's that mega, yeah. From for a while, just for crumbs, off his time, for leaves in exchange. Niggas stay paid, uh huh. But we'd rather spend his days in isolation, staying focused, that nothing fades him. Raised in the hood, dodging ops and them cops, there's no option, it's trash, cause niggas be hating. The whole hood of fucking snitch, join the rat pack My fitted match my fit, so keep your motherfucking snap back All black and broad day, boy, I stay strapped, don't play that The pain is in my eyes, just like an iPad Snitch, shoot the top of off your head, this ain't no rap pack The mind is like a fucking documentary Many men, plenty niggas wishing death for me I change lanes, we switch the gears, you in a different speed, two eights I blow a quarter, smoke on different leaves Trapping like the Chinese, she bag that dope on the knees So I can count every gram when you up under me Keep no company, cause everybody from somewhere where they don't wanna be I'm just a young man trying to leave a legacy What I am ain't what I'm gonna be Metamorphosis. Ha! Hey, that was my nigga Chief Fraso coming out of New Bern, North Carolina. Everybody always ask the same question. 
Oh, yeah. There you go. Shout out to the burn. Yeah. Two five. Two five. Two. Two. G Fraser again. I was G Fraser with Caterpillar. We're gonna leak into a. Matter of fact, this is the outro right here. Shout out to my nigga G Fraser, yo. Go listen to his mixtape. Download the app Audio Mac. Type in G Frazo and listen to Gunman Reloaded. We just kicking the shits tonight, y'all. We just chilling. Distance has a big difference. It ain't the same as hope. So if it ain't 2020, better get a scope. Motherfuckers really out here want the worst for me. Alright. Again, shout out to my man G Fraser. Like I said, that was Caterpillar. Oh man, oh man. I've been doing pretty good with the music lately. Oh, that's right. Yo, um, want to stop and uh and speak of it is alcohol awareness. So we're gonna drink to that right now. <laughs> Cheers. I just Cheers. took my shot. Mm-hmm. Hold on, real quick. I don't got a chaser, so uh, straight no chaser, brother. Man, listen, I gave up liquor. Okay, I respect it. Champagne and wine only right now. I know that's right. Nah, but on some on some real stuff, we gonna just give a little little word on alcohol awareness. Just so I don't know about y'all. What I do know for a fact about y'all is y'all went to college. I didn't go to college, so I just know drinking was definitely in y'all weekly <laughs> life. But um, daily, <laughs> daily, a gallon a day. <laughs> hey, 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 real quick, can we give a shout out to Uncle Paul? Remember Uncle Paul? <laughs> Uncle Paul? Uncle Paul used to get us through. Uncle Paul, hey, in fact, I introduced Larry to Uncle Paul yeah. just know, the other look, day. I met Uncle Paul a couple Uncle times in my in my through. life before. Yeah. Uncle Paul, Uncle Paul, Uncle Paul, pretty cool. Hey, bro, I still remember the night we came up with Uncle Paul coronation. Uncle Paul coronation. <laughs> coronation night. <laughs> Uncle Paul. And, and they, oh, what, what, people the, started calling the Uncle Paul Uncle, after that. Hey, hey, me and Marcellus was cousins for a long time. Hey, we long, still are cousins. We're still cousins. Yeah, 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 yeah. we're still cousins. We're cousins. <laughs> cousins. <laughs> hey, that's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's good. Uncle Paul. <laughs> Yo, but um, alcohol, it's alcohol awareness month. Just uh, if you do drink, be a responsible drinker. Cinco de Mayo coming up. Cinco de Mayo is coming up. Hey, hey, real quick, I'm out. There. And those are brown brothers and sisters, so you know I'm gonna hey. go out. Hey. Even though Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> hey. the funny part is we 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 uh celebrate Cinco de Mayo, but Cinco de Mayo is really just May the third, like <laughs> fifth. Fifth. I ain't go. I ain't take Spanish. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't take Spanish either. Hey, <laughs> we just made it. <laughs> but made it fifth. Cinco de Trio. <laughs> <laughs> Like, y'all sick on the tree, y'all. You oh. stupid, y'all. I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, um, just <laughs> just be just be responsible while you out there drinking, man. It is uh, uh, men and women. It is um, 
alcohol awareness. So just be responsible. I, I remember at one point in, in time in my life, man, I'll never forget. <laughs> I remember the first time I got drunk. It was sharp. I was at Sharpshooters in Jacksonville, North Carolina, and I was with my boy Jamel. His his little thought pocket at the time. I could say I could say that. Cause thought she, pocket. Cause she he he would say the same thing. Shout out to all the thought pocket. <laughs> thought pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and, and her baby. She brought her baby to the to the bar. Oh, yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa, and man. we we just happened to be talking about liquor, and it was like, "Yo, Larry, you ain't never." It came up that I had never been drunk. I was already twenty one. It was wow. six months after my twenty first birthday that I got drunk for the first time. And then that was the first time I sprained my ankle. I sprained my ankle that night. It was a rough night. Then got called into work the next morning. Had to walk to work. It was a rough night. Wow. Yeah, but uh. Was it fun? It was fun, but that's not okay. even the point. That was just the first time I got drunk. But um, after my mother passed, I never forget. I came in to the house, and I guess my uncle seen a bottle of smear, smear, cherry Smirnoff vodka on my bed, and all he said was, "Mac, be careful with that liquor." And I knew why he was saying it. Cause he had never seen me drink before. He knew I wasn't a drinker. You know what I'm saying? I was with I had a girl. The girl I was engaged to at the time. Um, shit, we. You know what I'm saying? I got a hotel room. That's why I had bought it. But still, I was drinking. Like yo, I need to get got a hotel room because I need to get my mind off some shit. So uh, after that, it was just shit. I was just drinking. I got drunk for the first time. I was just drinking and drinking and drinking, and it got to the point where. It was like, yo, they making me mad. I'm about to drink. Yo, I feel sad. I'm about to drink. I miss my mom. I miss my dad. I miss my girl. I'm about to drink. I'm bored. I'm about to drink. I got the slightest memory of something sad. I'm about to drink. I remember <laughs> a nigga pissed me off. We had a shed session at, at church. Ooh, I love them, bro. <laughs> I love the shed session. Ooh. Hell yeah. We had a shed session at church, bro. And how you get pissed off at church? Hey, <laughs> trust me, I, I know. Oh, but I was about to say. Trust me, I know. Y'all should have seen the look. You about to say you a musician too? I mean, I mean, great. Yeah, then I went to them churches yeah, that I went to them yeah, churches. You know that what? We, yeah, the mother. Yeah, yeah, bro, I went to them, and and don't and and no, I went to them churches that when you walked in, it was a flag from every country around the whole church. So we already know it's an international church. So that means that they they pick the best of the best musicians and singers only certain people in the choir and the, and the musicians get paid i'm talking about even just i would have been happy with with yo here go 40 dollars for gas for the month here you go brother i would have been happy i ain't getting none of that but that's not even what but yeah somebody pissed me off and i went home bro i left the shed session and i went home and i was drinking that's when i was on my uh easy jesus kick Ooh, no. Ooh. <laughs> Brandy. That Irkin jerk. Ain't that what the fuck that I call it? That, that Irkin jerk. Shout out to State University. Hey, shout out to the ABC hey, store on jerk. Martin Luther King, Junior <laughs> hey. Boulevard. Hey, shout out to that. used to, to motherfucking go from. Shout out to the ATM in front of the ABC Ooh, store. Shout yeah. out to it in the Thompson Center. Shout out to the Thompson hey, Center, shout too. Shout out to the Thompson Center. Yeah. There's a lot of shout out. Shout out to the Ramshack. Shout out to the Ramshack. Hey, Ramshack. Kept a nigga alive a lot of nights. Hey, we had liquor. 
Nah. They had the, the food. food. The food. After the liquor. To save you from the liquor. Hey, hey. The, the, the double bacons. Hey, hey man. Listen. Oh, my listen. goodness. Listen. <laughs> In the Ram Shack. Winston-Salem State, too? Nigga. Absolutely. That's how we met. That's how he my cousin, nigga. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right, man. Yeah. Hey, and you know what, bro? I just took him on campus for the first hold time. On, let's, hold on. Let's, yeah, fin- let's finish the, the awareness. Let's finish the awareness. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, be be responsible, damn it. Be responsible. Don't drink and drive. Don't, 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 don't take liquor to be a, a way out. Don't take, uh, don't, don't intake liquor to, to get away from your problems. Because you got to remember way. when you sober up, your it's problems are going to be there. When when you when you come back to your right state of mind, just smoke weed. Say it again. <clears throat> just smoke just smoke a little herb. Just smoke a little herb. You know what I'm saying? Like I said in the last podcast, that's why I stopped. My dad was an alcoholic. My dad, and he'll tell you, I don't I don't know the full story because my dad ended up having a stroke because of not taking care of himself and consuming too much alcohol and stuff like that. So I can't, I'll never be able to have the real story of certain things that happened in my past because my mother's gone. Then my dad has a speech impediment, but he'll tell you, he was a functioning alcoholic. That's why, that's what I tell people. I was, Hey, shout out to the OG. (laughs) Shout out out to the OG running the family. We can drink. We can drink. Man, old school kept a secret for a long time. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but, um, look, yo, that's a whole nother topic in itself. Just be careful. Hey, but 420 is on the way though. 420 is on the way. Yeah, 420 is on the way, and it bring back college motherfucking memories. But yeah, we out, we, we out oh, on man. the, we out of this subject on the alcohol awareness. Just be careful on your decisions on and, Uber, and, Lyft, and damn it, taxi yes. if you got to, damn it, <laughs> do that, do that, do that. Call but your yeah. girl, call call your man if you got to. No, don't drink and drive. Please don't. Even though, damn it, we all done it. When Today. should we announce the nip challenge? Ooh, what time? Uh. Let, 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 let me get this out of the way real quick. While, know, while we on the subject, and then we can slide into the next challenge. Know, sometime tonight we got to pay bills. Yeah, yeah, we do got to pay bills. All right. Uh, shit. All right, so real quick. While we was on alcohol awareness, um, Paulette, I hope you do listen. Um, I hate every time you made me drink the 1800 because I know that was your drink every single time. <laughs> that 1800 used to kill a nigga. Definitely. Definitely. I'm just yeah. letting you know now. Hey, that 1800 used to kill a nigga. But 420, damn it, because we got a couple of days away. 420 is my favorite holiday. Yes. Um, and it's on Saturday this yeah, year, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know now, now, ladies and gentlemen, I, I will say, I will say, you know, me, me and Cousin Marcellus here, uh, we go back for quite quite some time. Quite, quite some time. time. So if, if it's okay with you, if if we can go back to the college. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I, I say college days. Is that okay with you? Go yeah, back. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. so we about to revisit the college days, not not present, but college days, and we're gonna talk about four twenty festivities. If that's okay with you, let's do it. Bet. So four twenty. Now I'm 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 just gonna tell y'all. I'm just gonna tell y'all, nigga. I I got, I got high, and uh, what's this, at what's same state university? I, I got high. I'm, I don't remember a not high moment at Winston-Salem State University. I'm talking about from class to the calf, nigga, to the, to the Ram Shack. To I've the, never heard a college student or I've never heard an alumni or college student call it cafe. 
I mean, again, I didn't go to college, so in my mind, nobody calls it the cafe. Not even at the white schools. Nobody calls it the cafe. That's how you know. I. That's how I know for a fact oh, now that you didn't go to college. Cafe. <laughs> the cafe. The cafe. The cafe. Okay. But yeah, man. So, uh, man, I just remember, like, just events like gym jams, homecoming, nigga. A, another school having a probate. Another school having a party. I I remember having. Fifty dollars, fifty. I remember having fifty dollars in college, and it was like I'm about to have a good night. I don't know if you. Where off of fifty dollars? I don't. Fifty. My my nigga. Where 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 women involved in this good night with uh, with fifty dollars? Uh, yes. I mean, okay, never mind. That don't count with you though. No, that don't count. Man, you. shut your ass um, the fuck up. Julian Jackson. Shut, Julian. Shut. Motherfucking Absolutely. We all know his middle name is Michael, but I told him that the M stands for the motherfucking. <laughs> Julian <laughs> motherfucking Jackson. Julian the man. Julian the man Jackson. Trust me, since when? Since I met you. <laughs> Before the dreads. Go ahead, though. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, though. All right. Fuck both of y'all. So, back to what I was saying. $50, bro, in college. Have a good night. I'm talking. So, this was back in the in the Four Loco, uh, <laughs> Loco days when niggas was getting fucked up off of $2.50. So, you would have, more than likely, you would split a bag, of, a, a bag of loud. So, you might put in between 10 Maybe five if it's just you and one other partner, but you putting in five. ten, uh, then you get the you get the four loco, and whatever party you going to that night. So there you go. Okay, all right. Okay, got this is five behind it now. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Speak so, on it. Okay, so here, here go tonight. Here go tonight. Here go tonight. It's you and your boys. Y'all at the pregame, right? Now, more than likely, some shorties there that y'all already done scoped out. You done plotted on who you gonna plot on. So y'all all getting fucked up off the cheapest motherfucking liquor that you can fucking find. The you got everybody got the individual. Yeah. Everybody got the individual. Uh, what what the fuck? Four loco. Then you got the cheapest big bottle of liquor that whoever you found that was twenty one. Hold on, did you just get. say four loco? Nigga, that, ain't that what the fuck I said two oh, hours ago, nigga? Lord when I first Jesus. started this rant. Four loco. Nigga, yes. Hey, every, I'm, every, I'm multitasking over here. Every, Come on every, everybody has a four loco story. Everybody has a four loco story. Chris Burnett, hey, nigga. Me and Chris' four loco story is stopped at the stoplight on motherfucking. Uh, turn it down. On Patterson. On Patterson. Turning into. Uh, at the sicko. I can't remember it. But anyway. Now I fell asleep driving, and I I fell asleep at a red light. And Chris, I was driving Chris' car. Chris was knocked the fuck out. We down like three or four locos a piece in like less than thirty minutes, all for some pregame. But anyway, so yeah, so the night going to go like this. You and your boys, y'all gonna split whatever y'all money y'all got on on the, on the loud. Y'all gonna y'all gonna smoke at somebody crib on the mid at the time. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Niggas Big was, mid. Nigg, nigg, yeah, yeah. All right, so. It depends on who the connect was. Niggas had the three for fifteen. I know you remember the three for fifteen. Wow. I know you remember. The, niggas had three the three for, for 15. fifteen. What's the three for fifteen? Three blunts for fifteen dollars. Yeah, niggas. So, so that that was a one point five for fifteen. So, 
<laughs> okay. Look, okay, so I'm not I'm not gonna discriminate that only because I tell people I've only been smoking for two years. Um so I am a newbie. But I do I'm tell one of the main one Third of the degree. one of the OG rules that I was taught before I like in in the beginning of the smoking game was, hey brother, it only takes a point five to get you high. I still be telling your motherfucking ass that now, nigga. Sure, I know that though. I know that. So yeah, but uh, so okay, three for fifteen. Yeah. That's that's, that, that's shout not- out to my nigga Brandon Delaney, first floor, <laughs> Brown Hall, the only nigga that I know. Freshman, I can say this now because no shit, we didn't graduate. My motherfucking nigga got degree and shit. The only nigga that I know that successfully, two during two thousand nine to two thousand ten, my freshman year of college. To successfully do his thing, and that's all I'm gonna say. To successfully, successfully do, his thing. do his thing. Successfully do his thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Most niggas over that word just overlook that word. That's where successfully is a big is word. a key word. Yeah, yeah I, I'm a. I could be a photographer. I could be a videographer. I could be a director. <laughs> I could be a podcaster. I could be all that. But personally, I want to be a successful whatever comes so after that. My nigga, you had the three for my 15. My bad, brother. I didn't interrupt you. Nah, you good. You, 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 good. Had, you had the three for 15. You had <laughs> the big bottle of the cheapest bottle that you could find that was for the community. Mm-hmm. Man. And was, you had the females. And you had whatever nigga had, whatever playlist on his phone. We never <laughs> let the nigga, we never let that nigga Boney do the motherfucking DJ shit. Why not? Because he will always play the slow shit and it'll be some African shit that nobody wanted to hear. So, everybody besides that nigga Boney that was in the motherfucking vicinity. Am I lying? Shout am I lying? Hey, look. Am I lying? Shout out to Boney. Shout am, out am, to I, Boney. Am, am I Marcellus, Listen, am I lying? I ain't go to no parties. <laughs> oh, I only okay. went to one party. Okay. Hey, you, ever remember, okay. you remember Hype okay. Kickback? Okay. My, the bruh, the only bruh. Hold on, let me put the camera on real quick. The only thing is that hype. The only hey, you remember hype party? The only bruh in the house. The only bruh. I ain't go. I ain't go to parties. I lie. Now I'm a brother. <laughs> I'm lying. But I ain't no bruh. Oh shit. I'm a brother, but I ain't hype. no bruh. You remember his party he had? Yo, listen. I'm gonna tell y'all a story, man. I'm gonna just tell this story. I know. I know he got stories for days. One day. <laughs> My man hype through a part of his career. Shout hey, bro, hype. you know you know niggas want to be like y'all. Man, we are, we we just we just men. But I see what you're saying. But we went to party at hype crib. JJ can tell you. That. Ah, I love y'all niggas. The yeah. best party I ever been to to that point because <laughs> I got to work. I worked at Best Buy back. Then. I don't even think I've been. Shout to out to Best Buy. I worked at Best Buy and, and Car Five, sold the car radio and all that. Shout I had my work clothes Man, I'm gonna tell you something I was a big dude I never cared about what I wore To any part Never I wore my work clothes The majority of the time To every event I went to You got that personality though That's that mindset There, shut your ass up like, see, Shut your motherfucking look, ass work. up That's man. that mindset though That's that mindset that you had man. Go ahead though Go ahead so, though so, so let me tell you how to, how to It was the best party We had So one day So at this event Me and a shorty was having a conversation. Me and my homeboy and Shorty having a conversation. She mm-hmm. was like, yo, my girl in town. And she a stripper. So my mans was like, 
I go get 500 out of ATM right now. Shout out to Terrence McDowell for introducing me to my first home strip club party. Ooh. Uh, so he's like, okay, I go to ATM and get 500 out right now. What's good? She was like, all right, bet, go get it. Now, me thinking, my man ain't about to go get 500, but he left. About 25 minutes later, nigga came back. 500 in his pocket. She called her home girl or her girl. She said, come upstairs in 10 minutes. Hype stayed on the first floor. We went to the second floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Long story short, <laughs> we get up there. My man throwing a little money. Throwing a little money now. But then it turned into something so much more. Yes, sir. Home. They had the crib. That's that's what I love about them. Go ahead. So much. I'm more. excited. I feel like I'm there right now. Um, and just briefly, just kind of describe what's going on. Very briefly. Just very briefly. Imagine a woman stripping. Nice body. Nice body. Okay. Imagine her girlfriend being there, and she's dancing on her. So you got to put you got to put the, the right music on for that one, right? There. Imagine her kissing her girlfriend in the mouth. Uh-huh. Just, just just imagine this shit. Imagine like we in college. Her pulling the titties out and putting the titties in her mouth. Uh huh. Imagine her kissing her down stomach and start eating that pussy. Ooh. Imagine me, another nigga, and another nigga looking at two women going ham right now. Now me, hammer time. Being the innocent man I am, I watched everything. <laughs> <laughs> but the others that were with me that were participants in this in this in this ordeal. Now me. I was at the door. I was at the door. I was at the door. You was there? I was at the door. I was at the door. These it was a good it was a good night. I'm just being honest. I'm not even gonna front. I want you I hate that fact that that I have I didn't go to college. College was a great experience. And I I texted my man Jamel the other day. You know I be thinking I know you be sleep by seven (laughs) o'clock. But I text my man's I text my man's about three in the morning and I was like, yo. Is it bad that I want my my son to go to college and have the best motherfucking life that they ever had? College. And it had to be after you left Winston-Salem State University. The Trey Ford State University? Bro, it was after last year. See? Uh, the mindset was I wanted after last year. From You was there. From, I made from, the, went the homecoming. From, yes. The homecoming thing. That homecoming. And that was just Greensboro. No, 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 that was Charlotte. Charlotte. But I heard that was just a little. I heard. Case you ain't go to the Trey Ford State University motherfucking homecoming, nigga. You missed the real homecoming, nigga. I did. I didn't go to college. My son, Larry McKinley Hill, and the third is going to make up for it. (laughs) Goddamn, I'm going to whoop your motherfucking ass, nigga. But I want to hear about this. This, uh. Strip party. It was just just more so one of those experiences, man, when you're in college and you're just like, yo. This is really going on. Uh-huh. Oh, young, wild, and free living life. This is this is really going on. And it was just one of those. I've never had that experience that this is really going on. Now, I've walked into a party. I told you about this other night. I walked into a, a situation. I was like, damn, she got a fat ass. I ain't never fucked nobody with a fat ass like that before. Wow. And by the end of the night, I was fucking her. That's just one. That's just. That ain't shit to these college stories. I ain't even gonna that to that that yo this is fine. this is yo this is really happening. I don't think I've ever had that experience before. My son better go to motherfucking college. Man, college I was just hearing those great. experiences, man.
you know, I was just hearing those experiences. You know what's correct? The double standard is... Happy to see those experiences that, uh, you know... Off topic, the double standard is that I say that I want my my son to go to college right. and experience that, but if I have a, have daughter, a daughter, right? What you you, no, want you better pick up you, you better learn how to fix air conditioners and. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we have these double standards, but you know what? I don't want to get into the double standards conversation right now. Yeah. However, it might save it for another podcast because at the women have those too. The, the heads, the the um, what's what am I trying to say? The uh, one up that we have on that right. is that. You're a great example for you. You, you're just the position that I said. Yo, it's a double standard. You're in that position already, but your daughter got already got that. She ain't got to worry about that. Right. I know what I when your when your daughter turn 18, she gonna say I know what the fuck nigga is. I'm gonna let her know because I know what a real man is. Right. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. Be a good example. Exactly. So, so she can look back and be like, Yeah, you right. Like he, he's not the one. Like, back to the ignorant shit. <laughs> we had it. We had. We we can't. We can't stay ignorant for so long. Yeah, man. Oh, had to had to turn on the the right beat for that. Oh yeah, man. You got to, man. Hey, man. College, man. College was a I'm, fun time. College hey, was a fun man. time. It was fun. To. It was that. It was that much fun, bro. It, was it? It was that like, much fun. Oh bro. my god! But listen, you I, got I, your I, diploma, right? You damn right I got that motherfucker Right there nigga. <laughs> Shit I got I, a question though I, 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 I say this But before you ask your question I'll uh-huh. say this If I could redo college All the way over again uh-huh. I would do it Unlimited times Over again Unlimited times Like I would live out The rest of eternity <laughs> In my college years If I could I can't say that Let me tell you why though I think the best thing About growing up Is being able to do things When you got some money Ah yeah, college was fun. Nigga, I was broke. I was broke no, no, in college. That's that's the point. I was broke. College was fun because we didn't have a lot of responsibility, right? Right. But let's say when when you when we get older, we got successful, we have more money. Right, right, right. To do things and live life better. Right. That's mm-hmm. what we do. So, but but to me, the foundation is going like whatever. Not even going to college, but whatever you're doing, make sure it's monetized, and then make sure you're building upon that, so that you can have that money. To be able to have more freedom to do things, you know what I'm saying? Because people say money don't get, make you happy. I can't say it does not make you happy. I'm glad you said that. It definitely makes. I ain't got no money, but when I do get money, <laughs> it brings it, a, break, it brings some. It brings a sense of peace and happiness, insecurity. But What's, it's insecurity. But it it takes a wise brother to know that that is not everything. That's not everything. I didn't it's say yeah. It's not everything. But it's a but vital it's definitely, thing. It's, on, it's, so, it's it's definitely something you got to have. So it. the commercial got it right there. What's so that? what? So money doesn't determine your happiness, but so much is based off. So much is determined what you do with your money. Yeah. So 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 like you can you can have a lot of money and still be unhappy, or you can have no money and still be unhappy. I would rather have a lot of money and be unhappy. Point blank. That that's just, that that's just me, cause you know, like money cannot buy happiness. But if all your bills pay, all your people's is good, you taking care of everything. You might not have true happiness, but you have a sense of peace. You have a peace. You of have mind. less stress. Peace of mind is the key. You have peace less of stress. Mind is everything less stress, so which is also peace of mind. Peace of mind. Yeah. So when you, once you have that, it makes happiness easier to come by. Yeah, I, I, I can I can I can agree with. With that, because again, like to not have to worry about your bills is a blessing. 
now, now you know. Look, I said speak on like. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm now, telling you, like, man, it's, I have been in a position where I ain't have absolutely nothing. And I work. Mm-hmm. Just didn't have nothing after that. Is your job hiring, hiring by the way? Man, uh, not right now. Okay, just like if, but if, I'll let you know. If, <laughs> if my job, you know. I, I have a decent job. But it's just, it's put me to, God. I got a high school diploma, I ain't got nothing after don't that. Worry about, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. God has put me in a position. Because, you know, God has really put me in a position to succeed. Right. Because I've always been in a position to have success, but I never have been in a position to succeed. So, what I mean by that is, That's my deep. mindset was not for success. It wasn't to even succeed. It was more so to, to make do, to pass by. Right. Right? So God, because I used to, I used to, okay, I used to have issues at jobs and leave the job mm-hmm. instead of fixing myself. Mm-hmm. But one day I decided to fix myself, and then everything else happened and changed for me because I fixed myself. Because it, it, I, re- I began to realize, okay, maybe it's not the jobs. It's the man that's having the job. So when I looked in the mirror and had that self-reflection, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. let me change my attitude. Even when things were going bad at the job, not in my favor, I changed my attitude. And then the blessings came differently. Hey, man, let, let me ask you this, and this is definitely jumping forward in the notes. How much, how 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 big of an influence or how big of a factor, like you just accredited everything to God, but how much... How, how much has God impacted or had an impact in your life? God has had a major impact in my life. Because there's a point where I won't really go to church like that, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of, like, you don't need to go to church mm-hmm. for, your, for, your, for your, your journey with God. But it helps to listen to a message. I think we talked about this before. It helps to listen to a message from someone other mm-hmm. than yourself. And get it from someone that is God. Cause you know you go, I go to the church I go to, I go to the KO, and I think that when I go to the KO and I get the word, I think that it applies to me mm-hmm. and it's spoke spoken to me or it's taught to me in a way that I can understand and go back and learn more. I send you the notes and you send me the notes from church, and we right. send the notes mm-hmm. from one of his. Well. He was telling me about that before we do that at the crib, yeah. Because it's it's like some of the the things we send me, it's a message in it for me, and mm-hmm. what I send you is a message for you. Right. But we're getting it from two different sources, mm-hmm. and then you know we can study ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right, but I like hearing from somewhere else, somebody who does not know what's going on in my life, but the message applies to my life right then. That's why I like going to church. So I attribute everything to God because God puts people in your life to teach you lessons. That's how I look at it. Because it was a girl or a woman that told me about myself. She couldn't only come into my life but through God, because we didn't have really no connection. It was just randomly that we were speaking and talking about what's going on with me. So, God had to send her to let me know, hey, man, open your eyes as to what your issues are so you can fix yourself. And then once you fix yourself, mm-hmm. everything else will come to, come to, come to pass. That's, that's basically what happened, bro. Right. Because I, I, I work at Verizon. Verizon hit me up through Indeed. 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 Indeed, if you listen to this, feel free to sponsor us. But I need a I need a new job. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'll be applying with the quick apply. I got a hey, great resume. Golly. Fuck Masonite International. <laughs> God. But, but so, not, so like God I, is important though. Yeah. God is very important, man. So I, I, I really ask you that because like I say, you attribute everything uh to God. Of course, I'm pretty sure you remember uh <laughs> 
my black ass wasn't going to church. Um, and, you know, we had that whole conversation, you know, about how, you know, I believe, you know, and I'm, I'm agnostic in my beliefs. You know, I believe in God. I don't necessarily believe in everything Christianity has to say. But my my dad is a pastor. I grew up in a church. That first time I went in the KO with you, it was just like, it was very peaceful. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I told I told Larry this. It was like very, very peaceful. Like exactly nobody came bother me. I was able to listen. Even like, you no, know, just listening to the pastor talk. It was just like, it was, it was refreshing. So, I was able, I, I, I was able to, uh, to really like hone in on everything that he was saying without any distractions. Mm-hmm, and really? so when I was in, in like Green's, this distraction we got outside right now. Yeah. Excuse, <laughs> excuse us if y'all hear some some noises but uh when i got back home to greensboro i was like man it would be real dope if i could find a church mm-hmm. like i like i can shot because this time i wasn't even working up here so i i was really so even it, being agnostic you was seeking that so i like, think that's that foundation you have well so, even, all, right, all right so like this this is this is how i i this is my view on the whole thing mm-hmm. on my view so Church is not the building that you go to. Like no, no matter where you're, like the lodge. I'm listening. (laughs) Church is not the building that you go to, but it's a common ground where people come to to worship at the same time. So when I (laughs) when when I when I was in Greensboro and I was looking for different churches, I I found I found one. Bro, I walked in, nobody bothered me. I was able to sit down, cool out. I was able to take my notes. And the pastor, he was speaking that real. Like, I was like, yo. This is the same pastor you said is a real ass pastor? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, like literally, like, I was like, okay, I can, I can, I can write. And then, so I, I know the next time I went, the dude that was at the door, he was like, hey, man, it's good to see you again. I was like, Oh, all right. Hey, appreciate you. We noticed you the first time. So I went, sat down, <coughs> took my notes. I'm pretty sure I sent them to you. And yeah. uh, I, I was good. And then I went back the next time, and he was like, uh, he said, hey, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad to see you still coming back. So that, that whole thing, that whole uh, – situation with you know trying to find somewhere to go because yeah i did grow up in the church agnostic just for everybody that don't know it's a belief in god without subscribing to a specific religion so when i go to church my thing is i take what i need for myself and that's what i use to apply to my life because you know christianity the only thing that separates christianity from every other religion is hope that's really the the single the most singular thing christianity offers hope that's of course in the afterlife but it it, it offers hope mm-hmm. so when i when i go to church literally i i take what i what i take from you know whatever the, the <coughs> word is and i can apply it to my daily life 
and I send it to everybody. You know, I'm not necessarily saying I'm a Christian. I just know that. Listen, I know I could take some take something from this. I just hope that you can too. So I'm. A, I tell people all the time, even though I don't identify myself as a Christian, my foundation is Christianity, and in that book of the the Holy Bible, I do have my questions. The Holy Bible. The oh, excuse me, my my bad brother, brother Jackson. Uh, <laughs> in the Holy Bible, I do have my questions, but at the same time, when it comes to teaching me something about how to handle something in my everyday life, I there's nothing wrong in the Bible. So, yeah. Um, we just got word. We got people tapping on my man's shoulder over here, Mister Marsalis. Uh, he has to get out the out the studio right now. He has things to do, places to be, people to meet. Yeah, man, and, appreciate um, you for having. Yeah, I appreciate so y'all letting me come on again. I feel blessed to even get an opportunity to come on. No Couch doubt, session. man. No doubt, man. Um, I hope to come back in a couple months, man. A couple of months. months? Hey, hey, hey! Can, can I kind of tell you something before you go? A couple weeks, sure. <laughs> a couple weeks is fine, absolutely. Couple so, or a few. So what? What's the? What's the? What's the? Uh, the, the I guess the, the motto for uh, for your organization. You said what's the model? Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> you mean as far as the direction? No, no, no. Like you, 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 ha- you have a phrase with your organization. You talking about the, the acronym? The what, what it stands for? Yeah. What? What is? Well, making great men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, that, no, 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 that, that right there. Making great, making men. great men. Uh, hey, man, that's 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 Masonic, man. You know that's Masonic. Nah, I know that. <laughs> yeah. We um. <laughs> do, 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 do. What we do is uh yeah the one of, I, not what we do but uh, yeah what we do one of but one of the Masonic sayings is that uh, we make good we men make good men better. better yeah we make good men better and when but again bro I I think so much it's just in all these fraternities and brotherhoods are the same like I was taught some I was informed on some things about the uh, founders. Of and excuse me, I don't know the full names of these organizations, but the Kappas. Um, I was told that uh, some of the stuff that I learned from them, it's like, wow, that sounds really Masonic. And it's like, oh, where it does because so, the founder of the Kappas is Masonic. So, so basically, what he's, he's getting at is, yeah, he can, for, he, for, he for can connect the it better. Nine, some of uh, every Divine Nine's founders were Masons. Understood. Understood. So, like, so similar just, teachings. No, just, just hearing like different, you know, stories and things like that. It's like, oh, it's like, and and now going through it myself, it's like, oh, that's what these motherfuckers. Is. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, not not like so like when when you did. I do want. Some, hey, I do got one like to, to connect. I, got, I have nothing to do with this. Okay, I ain't got nothing to do with it either. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got shit to do with it I don't keep my motherfucking mouth closed tonight Yeah <laughs> I made this beat a couple years ago About five years ago Nah, Marcellus, again, we appreciate you Taking the time out of your busy schedule to come in and fellowship with us, man. Again, we really appreciate you. I appreciate y'all. And, uh, no doubt, man. I hope that we can come back and do shit. Another episode, bro. Another session, man. I'm with it. You with I, it? Actually, it's my first podcast, right? Okay. So to do it with you, brothers, 
really warms my heart. Y'all let me come and do it, man. So now I feel like I got to come back and I want to come back. There's a lot of stuff that we can talk about and discuss that's going on in society, right? Hey, man, rest in peace to Nip, man. Nipsey, man. Rest in peace rest to Nip. R.I.P. Rest in And peace a- after, after uh, Marsalis, Marsalis makes his ep- exit, we're going to actually... Uh, we gonna have a. We gonna speak. We gonna speak on Nip. We gonna speak on brother Nip, brother Hustle, for for a couple minutes. Cause I, I got some. Uh, actually, Man. we have some that uh, you know we gonna speak upon. You know what I'm saying? We I got wish, we, we got a couple things to give away. We got we got we got something to give away. So uh, yeah, we gonna we gonna speak on that. So yeah. Uh, Nip was a rest in peace to Nip, man. He was a great man. Rest in peace. Doing the same. He, he accomplished. Hey, he's a great man that you want to follow in his footsteps at 33 years old. 33, man. So, uh, mm. matter of fact, while we on this, man, and I, that's all I'm going to say is you, Marcellus, you may not know, but Julian, you know how I listen to music. I'm not an album listen, listener. You know what I'm saying? I hear an artist. I listen. I'm a single listener. Um, all my whole playlist is hundreds and hundreds of singles. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have a... That's just how I listen to music. But... So, I listen to I got a few Nip songs in my in my playlist, but I don't have a whole lot. I don't. I'm not a Nip hustle, a Nipsey hustle historian, but I do know that brother stood for a lot of positive things, and he was a great man in the community, and it hurt me personally just for the simple fact that he was just someone positive. In the community, trying to make a a difference, he was trying to he was trying to rebuild the black community, the black economy. If that's the right he phrasing was for back it, his block, man. He yeah, was he he back. he was buying. Yeah, bro. I remember him speaking on um buying an apartment complex. See? I'm just like he was on the right track. So yeah, we're gonna speak on that when we come back. We had an hour and forty nine minutes right now. I feel like we had a great conversation so far. And um, again, I can't say it enough because, I, again, I am beyond grateful. Marcellus, thank you for coming through. No Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Appreciate you, Cuzzo. Cuzzo. Cuzzington. Spending time with us and fellowshipping with us, bro. And um, I look forward to the, the future sessions that we have to come with you and whoever's behind you. Um, on the couch session Sounds good to me so. man I will be back I appreciate y'all Appreciate y'all mentoring too These are two great men Right here man Giving back some of the time To these kids And that's what we need So yeah. I thank y'all again for that And I will be back On the couch session man, man Appreciate no you question. man Last time that I checked Yo, we back in this bitch, big smooth, smooth black Julian Jackson, JJ, what's good? What's good, y'all? Yo, last time that I checked, he big, big smooth, he like girls with the big breasts, hey. It's such a Hey, yo, we all know. Yo, I want to start. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle, man. Um, we all knew that Nipsey Hustle stood for something positive. He stood for great things. You know what I'm saying? 
he stood for the things that that he rapped he rapped on the shit that that <laughs> niggas ain't ain't really he was on another whole level I, I and i ain't even gonna front i wasn't a i was a nipsey fan but i wasn't a heavy nipsey follower but i do nipsey i don't uh, i do know that nipsey was a great man i know he i heard i read some things that he was doing some uh, stem cell research you know what I'm saying? I know I heard I read some things that I knew he was uh buying the block back. I knew he had a a store called Marathon, which basically just keep running, just keep going. Marathon. Like Nipsey was a great man. Uh so I, I just wanna I wanna do a challenge, man. I wanna do a challenge. Julian, what you think about a challenge, bro? A nip challenge. What's up, man? What you got for the people, man? Yo, I wanna do a nip challenge, yo. And when I say the Nip Challenge, think about Nipsey Hussle. Think about the things he stood for. Think about the positivity that he gave out to the world. <laughs> Just think about that. Listen to his music. I want to hear a nigga's best 16 on this beat right here. I want to hear a nigga's best 16 on this beat right here. Now, what I want to hear is I want to hear something that resembles Nip. Now, I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to hear about Nip. I just want to hear if if Nip was to hear it. I want to hear what you would say if Nip was to hear this. Like, yo, that's that that got Nip written all over it. So don't come with that fucking bullshit. Don't come with the bullshit. So again, sorry, boss bitch, but I don't wanna hear that shit. <laughs> yeah, last time that I checked, like, like big breast, like, nah, I'm playing. <laughs> that shit. We don't wanna hear that shit. We don't wanna hear that shit. We don't wanna hear that shit. But oh, the most important part that I forgot to to announce is that we the uh the winner we going to judge these bars better come with that shit we going to judge these bars and the winner gets a $50 certificate uh not certificate but um visa gift card it's a gift card $50 gift card so yeah i want to hear the best bars over last time that I checked by Nipsey Hustle. And the best bars get uh <laughs> they get $50, a free $50. What you think about that, JJ? For my submission. I might I might enter myself. Yo. L A double R to the Y. You know, smooth black is about to get fly. Okay. When I get home, I'm about to get high, and right. I pray that I I I I won't die. But if I do, I know it's true, and I am in need of a boo, huh? And it's okay all day, cause I get huh, huh, the money, a left, right, up, down, and I don't want to see you frown, and I just want to see you smile, and I want to see you, you get wild, okay. a, a pretty girl, let me see you bust down, hey, hey let me see you fucking bust down, hey, I don't even know, huh, last time that I checked, 
That's what we want to hear. Fifty dollars to the best sixteen over last time that I checked. I want to hear something that resembles Nipsey Hustle. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. I can't rap, but I know good music. <laughs> Yo, last time that I checked. All right, man. It's twelve thirty. Oh, hold on. He just showed me something real quick. What's that? What you got there? Let me see. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Titties, titties are ass. You know I was going to ask. <laughs> titties are ask. ass. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> titties are ass. What you think I'm going to say? Because you know. The Lord knows my heart. Back that ass up. I think you're going to say ass. You better know it. You better know it. Hey, bro, I like titties better, hey, man. Hey, why do you like, why do you think, why do you hey, think ass hey, is better than titties? That's <laughs> what I'm attracted to. <laughs> like, oh, I, I, I feel you. I thought you were going to have a valid reason. I mean, like, all right, yo, okay, you, can, okay, you okay, got okay, two okay, of them. Okay, bet. Okay, bet. Okay, bet. We hitting that thing from the back. <laughs> I just don't. You said see what? When you hit that thing from the back, I just don't see what it is to compare it to. You got titties and you got ass. Okay, you gonna see some titties bounce, but okay. They but go. you can suck on them titties. And you can suck on that pussy. But that ain't ass though. But where's the pussy close to? Is it close to the titties or is it close to the ass? <laughs> It's close to the ass. Okay, so while you sucking on that pussy, what what can you what can you be doing? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> my God. All right. All right. Say what? <laughs> get that thing from the back. Oh, is it? Let me. See. <laughs> look, this ain't gonna play in the microphone while we still. Yeah. <laughs> to get my Snapchat. <laughs> fuck Snapchat. <laughs> Yo. Hey yo, you got smokers rules, bro? We gonna we gonna wrap this up, but I didn't want to speak on that. You got smokers rules, man? Don't drop the blunt. Don't drop the blunt. And whoever roll it got to light it. Okay, that's the only rules. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's more, but right now, uh, them first two I can think of because them like the first immediate rules. Like if you drop the blunt, that means whoever you fucking in a relationship, whatever it is, if you drop the blunt, that means that person is getting some from somebody that ain't your motherfucking ass. That's what that rule means. The second rule, if you roll it, you got to light it. I don't know why. I just, that's just like motherfucking uh, paying tithes in church, nigga. They, were, they expect you to pay your motherfucking tithes in church. Nigga, if you roll that shot, I expect your motherfucking ass to light it. That's just the only rules I got. I feel you. I feel you, bro. Uh, you know, puff up pass. You know, you know, my f- now. And if you get, if you a storyteller, all right, I'm like, all right, my nigga, you got to pass that motherfucker. But you know, hey, if you go, you go. Yeah, my nigga, and then you know, just happened that. You know, if you gonna hit the blunt in between. What about this one though? Now, when I'm smoking the blunt, and I feel like I can answer this for you because. I'm observative just as you are. And I don't mind because you rolled the blunt. Right. But the rule, one rule that I have is that when you roll the blunt, I take a couple extra hits. Oh, man, I don't give a fuck, but I don't really. I never heard that rule before. 
I mean, it's not. It's just a personal rule. Yeah, when I when I roll a blunt, like, what's the what's the hit rule for you? Like, I'm you know how people was like, yo, pup pup pass. Right. Yo, my nigga smoke. How I I only been smoking for two years. So how I was introduced is smoke. My the nigga that I start smoking with was smoke. My nigga, like, it's mm-hmm. hey, take three so, hits, take th- take four. You know what I'm saying? Don't hog this shit. Yeah, but yeah. yo, it's 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 nothing that serious. It's we we here to get high, baby. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the the whole puff puff pass that came from our parents. We know when they was you know getting high when back when two dollars, you know, two of them put two dollars together and they can smoke a whole blunt. My dad still comes. My when my dad comes down, my dad still says, "How much did that cost?" or "What does this get you?" And he's just like, "Are you serious?" Like this would have got me this much back in the day. Yeah, it, exactly. So <sighs> I feel you. So when you see the little amount of money that they had and what they was getting for the little amount, imagine putting in the amount that we put in today and what we would be getting. So the little amount that was putting in and the little amount that they was getting, it was you know they had to be very conservative because two three dollars to come by back then. Was a thousand times harder to come by than it is now. Hell yeah. So, you know, puff up pass, motherfucking shit. I'm going to take my two hits. I'm going to pass that motherfucker. And you better pass that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I know that's right. Hey, yo, JJ. Is it okay we pay, we pay some bills real quick? Man, pay them motherfuckers. You sure? Pay them bitches. All right. Let's pay some bills. Yo. Saturday, June 1st, 2019, 1225 Pine Street Drive, New Bern, North Carolina, 28562 at the West New Bern Recreation Center, a.k.a. the White Gym, from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m., the first annual Eastern Carolina Sneaker Show. Admission is $10. Hosted and held by my man's himself, Justin Washington. Calling all sneaker heads. Come out and enjoy and buy, sell, or trade your sneakers. There will be free giveaways, music, meet and greets, raffles, and so much more. There are vendor booths available for $65. If you're looking to be a part of this event, there are opening positions for sneaker resellers, collectors, sneaker restoration artists, streetwear brands, designers, artists, photographers, and media podcasters. Again, this will be June 1st, 2019, 1225 Pine Street Drive, New North Carolina, 28562 at the West New Recreation Center, a.k.a. the White Gym. Come on now and have a good time. 25? Yo, JJ. <laughs> Yo, my nigga JJ is done right now. I gotta go to my closing music. Like, shout out to my nigga Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to my nigga Fresh for making this beat. <laughs> JJ dead right now. He done took his headphones off. Y'all know I can go all motherfucking I love y'all though, man. Shout out to yeah, JJ is sleep. I ain't trying to hear that. JJ is sleep. My name is Big Smooth. And you know what it motherfucking do. Cause I get on the mic, you know the motherfucking rules, hey. Huh?
Huh? We can't hear you. We can't hear you. <laughs> now, it ain't cut off. You just ain't talking loud enough. Somebody tell this nigga to shut his motherfucking ass up. Yo. I think that was a great podcast, man. We did some motherfucking pod in the day. Man, we motherfucking potted, man. We potted today, bro. Man. Hey, bro, we still had some things, man. I wanted to, I wanted to ask what makes a woman valuable to you. You know what I'm saying? How important is God to your life? How was the growing spiritual, you know, spiritually help you become to be a better man? We did, we did. I'm just talking shit, man. I don't want to go. You know, I don't like to leave the studio. My people, my people, my people. I'm going to shut this bitch down for us tonight. My people. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, my bad. Is it okay, JJ, if before we leave, I can freestyle, please? Can I just get a couple of things off my chest? Cause you know I'm trying to get home and suck on my girl's breasts. Hey, but the thing is, I don't got a girl, but I need one to beat my whole motherfucking world. Hey, and it's okay to be. <laughs> hey, a nigga got bars, yo. <laughs> don't make me freestyle the motherfucking dome, bro. On some real shit, yo. We out this motherfucker. It's 1243 in the motherfucking morning, yo. Sleep. And we out this bitch, yo. We out this bitch again. Shout out to everybody at Dreamville right now. Shout out to J. Cole, man. Yeah, shout out to J. Cole. We're going to have you on the motherfucking couch session one day. I guarantee you I put money on it. And if we don't, I owe you some money. But I guarantee you're going to be out here one day. Yo, JJ, you got anything to say before we go out, bro? Hey, man, we love y'all, man. Shout out to everybody that support us. We get month in and month out. Month in and month out. We appreciate y'all for Like we said, we about to be doing a little bit more recording. You know, instead of once a month, we thinking about twice a month. But hey, you follow us so you'll know when we gonna drop something. And shout out to the motherfucking haters. <laughs> shout out to the motherfucking haters. I, I don't, I didn't, I know you probably got something. But I don't think I got none. What? You sure? I don't know, bro. I don't know if I got haters. Right. So uh, that's it, man. Again, shout out to my my nigga, Marsalis James. We appreciate you hat. for coming through. Fat in the hat. We, Cause we appreciate you, cousin. Oh, we appreciate you, brother. Man, shout uh, out to Winston Salem State. Hey, shout out to Winston Salem State. Shout out to all my brothers across the world. So mo it be. So mo it be. So mo it be.